Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Something About Sports right here on Movement Radio. My name is Talon Williams. I am Chip Hazard. And I'm Roger Sierra. And with us tonight is... My name is Chad Queen. There you go. Uh, we want to thank Chad for being with us here. <laughs> very, very proper. Uh, <laughs> say what? So did you want me to say more? Oh, I mean, it's a I, little I bit more fanfare, I guess. But... Like... <laughs> <laughs> no. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, yes, Chad is going to tell this is going to be a fun episode. Oh, it's going to be a great episode. Uh, But yeah, man, uh, thank you for joining us here on this episode. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be talking about the way too early NFL predictions. Uh, Now, obviously, before we get started, we need to know a little bit of something about you, Chad. Who is your favorite NFL team currently? Fly Eagles. Fly. Okay. Trash. <laughs> hey, no, 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 here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. We are trash right now, <laughs> but we beat Tom Brady. That's all that matters to me. I damn hate Tom Brady, and I'm glad we beat his ass with a backup quarterback. That's all I'm going to say. There you go. Big Dick Nick. There you go. Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick. There you go. I hate him. I, I hate him, too. <laughs> the greatest quarterback you guys ever had. But now I'm an Eagles fan. Uh, a little backstory on how I got to be an Eagles fan. It was I grew up in a split household. So my mom was a Denver Broncos fan. My dad is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And my brother-in-law was a Dallas Cowboys fan. So it was all over the place. And so I'm getting force-fed these NFL games that, I, I mean, I didn't really like any of the teams. I took a liking to Dallas for a little bit because I like Michael Irvin and his badass attitude. <laughs> and then – I seen Randall Cunningham play and Reggie White, and I was all in on the green, and I was I was done, and will forever hate Dallas from here on out. Fuck Dallas, hate them. Bye. I, I live by this mantra of FTC: fuck the Cowboys. Yes, I'm with it. You mean fuck the Cardinals? Or fuck the Colts uh, and fuck. Cool. Yep, all of them. <laughs> Arizona was right off the bat. What, what's the you got the new one? The FTK. FTK. <laughs> Fuck the Kyler. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, I'm gonna hear more about that later. Right. Right. All right. Well, while we're in the midst of all this talking, and now that we know that you are a Philadelphia Eagles fan, let me ask you just a simple question. And you kind of alluded to it just a second ago, or Roger alluded to it just a second ago. Your current quarterback situation, you have Jalen Hurts. You did trade Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis. I say you like you run the fucking organization. But your team, trade Carson Wentz to the uh, Indianapolis Colts. What is your confidence level going into this upcoming season as far as your team and where they could go from here? He's going to the moon. Not this year. (laughs) The moon is too far away, boys. Uh, No, I – I said two years ago that we should have went ahead, cut ties. As as much as I love Carson Wentz, we should have cut ties with him and Zach Ertz before we got left holding the bag. Now we're sitting here holding the bag on both of them. We finally traded away Carson Wentz for peanuts, and and we're still sitting here with Zach Ertz and his hurt ass, and we can't get rid of him. Now we're just going to have to cut him. We should have cashed in when we had the chance. Jalen Hurts, I think he's going to be okay. I think, maybe. I mean, he's 
he's what you want in an NFL quarterback today when it comes down to to the running game. I mean, you've got the the Josh Allen's, the Patrick Mahomes, the the Lamar Jacksons, and and that's what's that's what's popular now. That's what's new now. It's not the wildcat and shit anymore. It's another fad that everybody's going through. So I think we're going to be okay with Jalen Hurts. I think we've got bigger problems because he don't really have anybody to throw the ball to. That's the main issue. You have a uh, Riegler. Yeah. Yeah, we do, we do have Jalen Rager and we got Smith now, but that's, that's a rookie and practically a rookie goes, Rager was out most of the season last year, and so we don't know what he can and can't do. We don't have anybody in there anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like most of your receiver core are rookies and like two to three years experience in the league, which are basically rookies. The only, the only good benefit to that is is that with a young team, because it was offensively, I mean, because you got Jalen Hurts, who was a young quarterback, and then you have a young group of receivers – the I guess the, the 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 positive side of things is that they could grow with each other and they can have more of a I get I mean they're gonna have growing pains with each other in the league and therefore they can rely on each other a little bit better. And depending on if they stick together over the course of the year, maybe or stick together over the course of their career, then they could possibly gel well enough to be able to have some success. Yeah, but we're gonna have to win for those guys to stay because I mean you're gonna have two you're gonna have two years in a row here in a couple of years, whenever those fifth year options are coming up. And I mean, they don't know if they're going to keep hurts. If he's not doing good, if Rager's not doing good, hell, he might be going before then Smith is, is the one that's probably going to hang around, but I mean, we'll, we'll just have to see because they spent a lot of draft capital on him. They did. That's the only reason I say that. Uh, and the other ones they got, I mean, fairly cheap considering where they were in the draft and stuff like that. So, but I mean, it's, if they don't win, now, it's going to be hard because you've got Nick in there, the new head coach, and and a lot of the front office changed, a lot of the coaching staff changed, and so it's going to be it's going to be hard times because if they don't win quick, it's going to go downhill, and we're going to we're, we're going to end up looking like the damn Jacksonville Jaguars, and I'm going to be sick. Wow, I was fixing to bring something up about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thank you so much well, for that beautiful beautiful segue. Well, hold on. Before we get to that, okay. Uh, before we get to that, I I, I do have one question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, is Jalen Hurts your starting quarterback, or is it Joe Flacco? It's Jalen Hurts, hundred percent. They're gonna they're gonna play that game like every new head coach does. Oh, there's gonna be a competition. There's gonna be this and that. Joe Flacco may come in. Jalen Hurts might get hurt. Jalen Hurts might get benched. I mean, we don't know. We've seen four games. What he win one. We seen four games of him last year, and he won one of them. I mean, he he threw the ball fairly well when they let him throw the ball, and he didn't throw the ball a whole lot. And so that's what we got to see how he how he comes up in in this offseason and and where his arm strength and accuracy is at because that's that's the big question. Joe Flacco can go out there and get it done. Dude's won a Super Bowl. We we know that he had the biggest quarterback contract in history at one point in time. The dude's a player, but I mean. He's getting up there in age, and he's no Brady, Breeze, or Manning, so I don't think he can continue to do that at that age. Okay. Yeah, I mean, last year, uh, Jalen Hurts' completion percentage was a 52%. Um, he was kind of average on his touchdown-to-interception ratio, six touchdowns, mm-hmm. four interceptions. Um, looks like his best game was against New Orleans. Yep. 
uh, which which they ended up winning. So, yeah, that's that, what that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I mean, he was just mediocre across the board. But that was the first time he touched the NFL field. And right. That, was, that wasn't preseason or any any bullshit like that. So, I mean, that was him getting in there and going. And and I mean, he kind of got put on the spot. And even then, we didn't have the receivers. So it's not like he had a whole lot of people to throw the ball to. It was Rager. I don't think Rager was there for all those games. And and Deshaun Jackson is old and busted as much as I loved him coming out of college. But it was we, – we just didn't have our shit together last year. I don't think we're going to have our shit together this year. Obviously, I'm hoping that we do, but I don't fucking see it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you, uh, I'm a real – and I, I mean, that's my team. I'm, I'm a realist. I just, I have to be honest with myself because I don't, I don't want to get pumped up and get let down every time we lose to fucking Detroit or somebody like that. So I mean, right, right. Well, I was fixing the segue into the very next topic um, because you had mentioned you, you, you're afraid about <clears throat> the Eagles becoming the Jacksonville Jaguars. But speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars, probably one of the biggest stories that came out in this offseason was the fact that well, Urban Meyer became the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he brings in Tim Tebow to play at the tight end position. Uh, me, Chip, and Roger had a discussion about this previously. Uh, we actually had it on the uh, the episode of – it was the part two of the Sports Conspiracy Theory episode. Uh, go back into the archives and check that out, everybody, movementradio.us. Um, but I wanted to get your take specifically. How do you feel about the signing of Tim Tebow to the Jacksonville Jaguars? Man. You – you can ask Roger. You should have seen the disgust on my face whenever we signed him in Philly with Chip Kelly and his dumb ass. You like, mean the quarter, I, the coach that gave you all the best players? I no, man. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I, I hate. I'm a Vols fan, and Tebow coming from Florida, I cannot stand Tim Tebow. And then you turn around, and and he had his chance. He had his chance. If he was going to be a tight end in the league, he had his chance when Bill Belichick offered him the, the position. He was on the Patriots practice squad roster, and they offered him a chance to play tight end. And he turned it down and said, I'm going to be a quarterback. Guess where he ended up at? SEC Nets. The Mets. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then he tried to go play baseball. And, and I mean, the dude is an athlete. He may be decent at, at tight end, but – I don't I don't even know if he's gonna make the roster, man, just to be a hundred percent honest with you. I mean, he's a little too old to switch positions out of nowhere. Yeah, he's what, thirty two, something like that? Yeah. 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 The dude's got a good football IQ. He's smart. But it's it, it's I just don't he's 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 full of the shits, man. That dude is just garbage yeah. all the way around. Why do you think and I, uh, I had I, I had Talked about this with uh, – I'm sorry, Chip, I didn't mean to cut you off. I Just a real quick question. I, I was talking to – we were talking about it last time. Because Tim Tebow was an incredible quarterback in college, held a lot of SEC uh, – you know, helped win the SEC – held won a Heisman Trophy, had a whole lot of SEC quarterback records and things of that nature. Why do you think his style didn't transition to the NFL like a lot of other uh, quarterbacks? He's too slow. He's too slow. He couldn't, he couldn't get the ball out of his hand fast enough. His – his motion and his footwork and everything like that was too slow. And for some reason, either he didn't want to change or he couldn't catch on quick enough to, to get a faster release, to get his feet moving a little bit better. And it's not like the dude couldn't run. I mean, we've seen he could run. He wasn't fast, but he could run. He just, his, his whole motion from the time the ball got snapped to him, his three-step drop, 
getting the ball out of his hand, it took way too long. And you don't have the time you got in college, even in an SEC, you don't have that time in the NFL. You just don't. Them defensive defensive ends are going to be all over your ass in a heartbeat. You got less than two seconds most of the time to get rid of that ball, and he just could not do it. Right. Yeah, I think the Jaguars, I think they have the youngest team in the league this year. I, I just counted they have 37 rookies on their oh, team right now. Good God. Uh, but I mean, of those, maybe in 10 years they'll be good. They're going to make the roster. I mean, right. they may, they'll probably make the roster because they ain't got uh, nobody I, else to be on that team. Two of, two of those are quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence and Jake Lutton. They're both rookies, and they were both drafted this year. No, Jiglin played last year. Remember? Mm, are we he sure? He was a third string quarterback. Yeah, remember we talked about him. I'm not sure That's on right. that one. I don't know Jacksonville a yeah. whole hell of a lot. No. I just I'm That's I'm right. wor- one thing that I'm worried about with Jacksonville is the running back situation. You spent high draft capital on getting Travis Etienne when you had James Robinson, who took 100%. I don't know if y'all know this or not. 100% of their rushing attempts last year. He oh. went he went from a rookie, just undrafted rookie, to coming out there and just beasting the entire league. The whole year, didn't matter what team they played. I mean, he was, a, he was the best player, easily. But you can never have enough running backs, you know. I mean, you can. I mean, you can, but I mean, I mean having – Two great running backs or two solid good running backs that you know you got that one that'll hit you, you know the one that'll give, get you that third and goal if you need it or the one that you know, if it's third down you know maybe you need so or maybe you can have like a utility back where one you can cat you know who can make catches out of the backfield on on uh in the flat or on swing passes you know that's gonna be etn right there that's gonna be travis etn's job and i mean that's what urban's saying he's gonna do with them right now james robinson's gonna be first and second down uh back and etn's gonna be the third down back I just I see that being ETN's job by the bye week, and I just I I don't think that's fair to James Robinson. I think they need to just go ahead and send him off and give him another chance somewhere else because he's going to do somebody real good. I can agree with that. Let me well having Trevor Lawrence, you know, who who was a teammate, you know, of ETN, so that will probably help him out a lot. The fact that they do have that connection, you know. So that could possibly be a benefit to Trevor Lawrence. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I think, and I think it will be. But I just, I, I think, and 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 it's business. It's not like it really fucking matters what I think. It's business. I just think James Robinson's getting done dirty because of what he did for that team last year. He was the only reason they stayed in some games, and now they're just like, "You're done. See ya. Bye." Yep. Pretty much. Roger, you've been quiet, Bubba. You okay? I've been talking here and there. Okay, <laughs> he's just like mm. <laughs> he, he's letting the get he's letting the guest have the uh, the microphone, there you the go. podium, yeah. as you will. I don't know why he talks all the damn time. Everybody knows it that listens to the show. <laughs> I don't talk all the time. No, that's me. <laughs> I just insert what need be. Yeah. Speaking of which, Chad, now that we're talking about football real quick before we start the season, mm-hmm. did you see our uh, list of the top trios, and what do you think? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even <laughs> listen to the last episode. <laughs> well, the last episode hasn't premiered yet, I don't think, has it? 
Okay, good. That's probably okay. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna premiere. Is, uh, not, it's gonna. I think it's next tomorrow? Thursday, right? Next Thursday. Okay, okay. It's tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah. It's tomorrow. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot to be questioned there, <laughs> but uh, what do you mean? You, you do you, boo boo. What do you mean? Like what was? What do you mean? I don't know, man. Oh, no, trust me. I had my reservations about this thing too. Trust me, because we we had to take the three, we had to take the trios and put them in a randomized generator, and you had to make a decision on the fly, you know, in in a sense about it. Like, man, okay, if this team played this team, God, you got to go with your gut on certain situations, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I can see where it was hard and difficult, but I mean, it's you know, it's it's opinions. It's it's just it's what it is. Well, yeah, like uh, like we said, um, obviously, you guys haven't heard it yet, but you know, at the ending of the when the finals come out, you know, we said if the random generator would have generated the teams in a different order, we may have picked a different winner, uh, but because of the way the random generator put them in, we had mm-hmm. to go with what we were given, and. You know, we would have really have liked to have had, you know, always had a, an offense versus defense because that's easier to pick. But when you're doing offense versus offense, you it's harder to pick because you have to then break down statistics and winning percentage and Super Bowl all championships that. and also caliber of opponents and things of that nature. So it's it's like, you know, it like there's levels to this shit afterwards. You know. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, I guess the one that I was most confused on was the uh, who was it the the JPP and Strahan. Humanor. Humanor. Yeah, one threw over Kraft, Belichick, and Brady. As much as I hate them, dude, that's, because they beat them. But once, I mean that. That's a. Hey, it matter. It, it was an important, important game. Most really important was. game, but that was once. It was twenty years. Perfect season. Perfect season. Years. But but here's the thing though. But but and like but, and like what we said in the uh, in the episode, Kraft and Belichick ain't suiting up. You know, no, no, no. You, you gonna have you have Brady out there by himself? With, who the fuck's he throwing it to? You know, and that and that and, thing like. And, you even see that now, like last year. Look back at the Patriots last year with Brady gone. Even with a even with Cam Newton coming in, which is I, I still think Cam can be good. It's just a bad system. He doesn't fit with Belichick. No, Belichick not at all. A, that dude knows how to pick his pieces and put them in where he needs them. It's I just I don't know about that one. That one in the in the who else was it? Montana Rice and Craig. Y'all, y'all got oh, we, we we pissed a lot of people off with that one. Yeah, shit got heated on that one. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. People got heated on that one that didn't even listen to the episode. They just yeah. seen the bracket and they were like, oh, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. if they would actually go back and listen to the episode, they would understand how we broke it down and why we came to that decision. And And a lot of those guys, too. I'm really good friends with a lot of them. Oh, we are too. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, they're they're uh, big 49ers fans. So, well, look, hey, the random generator hates the 49ers apparently because that's the way that they matched everybody up. So, really, well, the thing is, the generator would have put if they would have gone in through 
and then the other i mean we would have had jerry rice taking out jerry rice that doesn't make sense yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, i even had somebody be like well well why the hell did you put the 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 steelers team over the the ravens but you didn't put the uh, 49ers over the over the ravens what the fuck bubble i was like i mean (laughs) you know it's like is what we were feeling at the time man i mean come on Yep, I mean, and that makes sense. That's fine. That's 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 why you love to listen to shit like this is because it gets you intrigued, it gets you interested, and it makes you want to come back and listen and see what y'all are going to fuck up next. Well, well here's the here's, yeah, the, here's people, the thing, man. A lot of like, people got mad. How many times? <laughs> hold on, time out. How many times have we listened to somebody? And I'm not again. I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing what we do to what these people do. But how many times have mm-hmm. you heard somebody like a Skip Bayless or a Stephen A. Smith or a Max Kellerman or a Shannon Sharp or a Colin Cowherd or any of those other people on the on the ESPN networks? What's the difference between us having an opinion and them having an opinion? You see what I'm saying? And yeah. most of the time, I mean, let's face it, they had they ain't been the 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 brightest people to make opinions. Also, I mean, they've been wrong about a couple of things. Yeah, I remember Skip Bayless thinks that Tim Tebow was a thing. Oh, he thinks Tim Tebow hung the fucking moon, bro. Skip might be the biggest idiot ever on TV. He's one of them. That dude is stupid. Skip Bayless also thinks the Cowboys are the greatest team to ever suit up and take the field. The only thing I will agree with Skip Bayless on is Michael Jordan's the best NBA player that ever played the game. But that's an opinion because that's a generational thing, you know. Mm. Who's to say that in their prime, if Jordan went one-on-one against LeBron, that you know, the results would be that we don't know what the results will be, you know, and that's why this debate, this quote unquote goat debate is going to last forever and a day because it's never going to happen. You know, they're never going to physically go one on one against each other. So you can, you can have your opinion. You can hit me with statistics and all that shit. The only stat that I need, well, and, and I think it was Nick Wright on an episode of uh, first things first, he said, think about this after Michael Jordan won his third championship, people already proclaimed him to be the goat. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't even won his thir- his his other three championships yet. And th- at the time, uh, Bird had th- at the time Bird had three, Magic had three. You know, Shaq and Kobe hadn't even won their stuff yet. LeBron wasn't even in the league yet. Like so many different things. You know, I think it's a generational thing. You know, when we talk about it all the time, uh, me, Chip, and Roger, we talk about all the time about what's the acronym that you guys like to use? Bird. Bird. Best in recent discussion. You know, so yeah, yeah. on the best and I mean, discussion, sure. You know, and I, I know we're talking football. You know, obviously for this episode, but you know, and, and I was gonna, I was gonna play back into that, and that makes sense. Is the the whole goat situation with Tom Brady? Is yeah, the dude's been good for twenty years, but did you're gonna always have these Steve Young, Joe Montana, John Elway, Dan Marino truthers that think they're that he's they're better than Tom Brady, and that's fine. Because that's what you watched then. This is what we're watching now. I still don't think Brady's the best of all time. That's just my opinion. But it's it's hard to argue against that now. I think. I mean, it, it's hard. To, it's hard to argue with twenty years of winning and, and seven Super Bowl championships as a a quarterback. Nobody's ever done that. Nobody's won as much as Brady has. And I'm not a Brady fan. I mean, I grew up a a Houston Oilers fan, and I'm a Houston Texans fan now. Uh, You know, so by no means am I, like, waving the Brady flag. But 
when you look at it and you break it down, it's hard to bet against him. And you know, and you know, good and damn well, I'm not a Brady fan. I'm a, I'm a diehard Miami Dolphins fan. The problem is that I watched this man beat the shit out of us for years and years and years and years. And I'm thinking, I finally said to myself, "Fuck this guy, get him out of New England." And then we he he gets out of New England. And in our first game against a Bradyless uh, New England Patriots team, we still fucking lost. I'm like, son of a bitch, we can't win for shit. You know, that's a Miami thing for you, baby. Yeah. Hey, you know what though? I'm I, I'm I'm optimistic. You know, we got a good defense. This, we got we we we're, we're building on the defense that Mike, that Brian Flores is, is building for us. Uh, still questions at the quarterback position, obviously. But hell, he's only played nine games. I'm not. You know. Let me let me let me ask you a question about that team. Go ahead. Do you think they made a mistake in the draft in not getting a running back this year? Do you think Miles Gaskin can handle the workload? Well, I don't think he'll have to hold the workload. I think Gaskins, I mean, he's gonna have a good I think that he'll be okay, but there's also Ahmed's also on that team. Um, you know, they brought who was that kid that they drafted? Uh oh, they picked they were, they acquired a running back. I can't remember off the top, I don't have the roster in front of me. Um, but I, I feel like their running game is go- going to be better. I think their running game is also predicated on their defense in the same sense. And what I mean by that is, you know, the defense has to be the bread and butter, just like all great teams, you know, who with, with a strong defense, that defense needs to be their bread and butter, just like the 2000 Ravens, just like the 2002 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It has to be that. I think as long as the running backs don't fumble the ball and they, they stay consistent, you know, at least a minimum of like four four yards of carry, or something along those lines, and provided that Tua, we don't need to ask Tua to win the games for us at this point. I think right now, is he, if he's, as long as he just manages the game, you know, make the plays when you need to make the plays, I think it'll work out. Um, Absolutely. But I think, Absolutely. There, but I, but I definitely think that the defense needs to be the bread and butter of it because we got a lot of great. Go ahead. They got a great defense. They got a great defense. In, in my opinion, in my opinion, and I know people are going to argue with me. I think they have the best corner in the game right now. I think they have the best corner in X right now. And a lot of people will say, well, what about Buda Baker? Well, he's a safety. That doesn't count. Well, what about Mika Fitzpatrick? Well, he's again, he's a safety. That doesn't count. Okay, well, what about Jalen Ramsey? Or what about, you know, you know Richard Sherman? Well, Jalen Ramsey uh, likes to run his mouth a lot, and he, when he runs his mouth, he gets burned by better receivers. And, Sherman, and let's face it, Sherman's getting old, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying he's the best that defensive player. Say so what now? Malcolm Brown, the running back, Malcolm Brown. He came over from Iran. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm hopeful this year. Um, I know that we we got our ass kicked last game of the uh, year by the Buffalo Bills. And um, that's going to be the that's going to be the challenge, you know, is seeing if, you know, we can do anything to stifle the Bills. Because let's be honest, I think the Bills right now are the best team in the AFC West. Maybe not the best team in the AFC as a whole, but definitely the best team in the AFC West right now. I agree with that. Uh, and 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 to to uh, counter your Xavier Howard as best cornerback, I give you uh, Jair Alexander, the cornerback out of Green Bay. Green Bay. Yeah, I was waiting on somebody. No, he's good. No, no, he's good. He's good. I'll give him that. He is good. Now yeah. I won't go as far as say best defensive player in the game right now. I I still think no. I still think best. I still think that the best defensive player in the game right now is T.J. Watt in Pittsburgh. It is T.J. Watt. Yeah, it is. He, he got should robbed. have won Defensive Player of the Year he got last robbed. year. Got robbed. He had more sacks, more quarterback hits, uh, more forced fumbles, 
and everything. Like, I don't understand how he didn't win. Because he's not the, a big – you know why he didn't win? Because he's not a big name like Aaron Donald was or is. If he's a he's a what? His name is TJ Watt, not JJ Watt. If that was JJ that had those stats, he'd been run away. Oh, uh, exactly. Right. No, I agree 100. Yeah, nobody would have second guessed that. Right. Mm-hmm. And now and now JJ's playing for the Houston uh, Cardinals. I'm sorry, the Arizona Texans. What the fuck is that team called again? <laughs> they do. Uh, okay, Chip. I know you're Texans. Fuck, fuck the Cardinals. What are they doing? FTC man. FTC. They're just. Handed, they are handing over. In the past two years, you have handed over your best two players besides Deshaun Watson. He might be next. Yeah, he's he's probably next. Um, okay. I think I'm not going to speak for Chip, but I'm going to say, "Fuck Bill (laughs) (laughs) O'Brien." What's he doing? Go ahead. Okay, so maybe I did speak for him. I don't know. Two years ago when they traded uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for nothing. Uh, Johnson? Like, literally got nothing out of that. Come on. Um, that was that was Bill Belichick. Uh, or, Bill, uh, O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Same difference. Uh, <laughs> minus, minus the winning minus the Super caliber. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of old assholes walking around. Well, isn't, right. he from uh, the, was, isn't he from the Belichick tree? Yeah. 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 Um, but so that was Bill O'Brien, like having a dick measuring contest. Uh, he had some personal issues with DeAndre Hopkins, uh, because apparently like Hop brought his, uh, girlfriend to the, to a practice or a preseason game or something. And, uh, O'Brien didn't like that and was like, she's got to fucking leave. And he was like, no, fuck you. Uh, I'm leaving. Uh, get me to fuck up out of here. So they did. Uh, now JJ, he just he wanted out. He he asked to be released. He said, "I'm not. I don't want to play here anymore. Uh, I, I love the city. I love everything about Houston, but I don't believe in what we're putting on the field right now." And they granted him his wish. Uh, you know, I mean, right now we're looking at. Uh, new head coach. I mean, basically a whole brand new coaching staff, uh, new GM and all that. And he just didn't believe in what they're doing right now. Uh, it, it may pan out to be something good. I, I don't think so. I don't think David Cully is the answer to our coaching situation at all. Uh, and especially now that we're, 99% sure we're not going to have Deshaun Watson either. While, uh, while I'm on the, I didn't mean to cut you off, Chip, but while we're on the subject, Chad, what do you think about the Deshaun Watson situation? Man, I've been reading up on it. And I'm actually looking at something right now. They're saying that the trade to the Broncos, Roger, is still an option, but he's at the mercy of the justice system right now, and it could be it could be well into 2023 before before he even sees the field again. So. Exactly. Um, everything that I've read is it, it, he won't see the field this year at all, probably not next year. And when he does come back, he's going to have to do pretty much what Michael Vick did and start as a backup and work his way back up to a starting position because of what the legal system is doing. 
Yeah, I think he's going to end up on the commissioner's exempt list this year unless something happens with the trial here. Well, the trial's not until next year. Yeah, I know. It, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think he's going to end up on the exempt list and he's going to be suspended for the whole year. Yeah. I don't think he plays. I, I agree with you on that. He's not going to see the field. But yeah, it, I don't – I have very little um, faith in any of the the quarterbacks we have on the, the roster aside from Deshaun Watson. We have Tyrod Taylor, Jeff Driscoll, and we just drafted Davis Mills. Uh, I, I would say that Davis Mills has the most upside because he's a rookie and they can build he's around great. him. Yeah. You know, they can build around him. Uh, and even if Deshaun is put on the exempt list, like he can still mentor that kid uh, as long as he doesn't teach him about massage parlors. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Man, but no, like, I, I agree with it. Like, we seen what Tyrod could do last year. He got hurt. Like, you know, it's. It, it is what it is. I mean, it. I, I think Tyrod's going to get the starting job. And oh, I think we'll he will. When's their bye week? Uh, it's like Schedule week nine. Right it's like week nine. Okay. Yeah, they're uh, they're basically yeah, I mean, split. Yeah, it's week ten. So they two. they do nine and nine. They got a oh, split God, schedule. Dude. Whoever it is, poor soul. The first three games, if you. Texans right. have the Packers, the Cowboys, and then the Buccaneers back to back to back to start the season open. And then they got the Jaguars, which will be a battle of the shits. That's just going to be who's the worst team in the league. And then they got the Browns, Panthers, Bills. Oh, no, so, no. So the actual first game of the season uh, is Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. Jacksonville. So we, we got Jacksonville, Cleveland, Carolina, Buffalo, New England, Indianapolis, Arizona, uh, the Rams and then the Dolphins all before the bye week. I don't see them coming out of there with three wins. I, uh, I think they can beat Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, they can beat Jacksonville, uh, yeah. They might be able to beat maybe Carolina because we're really questionable about their uh, their quarterback situation. Yeah. Uh, and then they might be able to eke out a win – against New England, depending on how Cam's playing. If, if he's even if, if he's even playing. the quarterback at that time. If Cam's playing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's, that's, that's going to be hard-pressed. They're going to have to make some changes at some point, and I don't think they're going to wait nine weeks to do well, it. Well, here's so, – I was listening – I think they'll be all three quarterbacks by the time week 11 rolls around. But, well, I was listening to um, – I think it was LeVar Arrington. It was on uh, – speak for yourself on uh, FS1. They asked the question – Will Cam Newton, will Cam Newton lose the job? And yeah. he he was talking about and when you're playing defense, there's a difference between a takeaway and a giveaway. The difference between a giveaway is if you fumble the ball, the defense gets it. A takeaway is when the defense forces the ball. You know, like a fumble is like, oh shit, ball slip, drop, fall, defense recovers. Takeaway is I made you fumble the football or I got an interception. His analogy was. He doesn't think Mac Jones is going to take the starting job away from Cam Newton, but he does believe Cam Newton could give away the job to Mac Jones. And do you think that's going to be a <laughs> shitty play or injury? Um, I, I don't know because Cam, 
has he been injured okay. like severely bad injured before? Did he have a bad yeah, injury yeah. career before? What was it? The the it was the, the season after his MVP, um, MVP season. Okay. Yeah, he he had he had a stretch of two or three seasons there that was just yeah. rough, and then he ended up on Patriots, and he had just an absolute terrible year last year, and he missed some games last year, and then he got benched. I don't like. I don't think it's gonna. You know, knock on wood. I pray it's not injury because I never want. I don't want to see anybody, even if it's a player I don't like. I would not wish injury on anybody. But I do think he's got weapons now. Thanks, Bill Belichick did stack the de- you know did stack the deck in some respects because like, they brought in you know uh, <clears throat> excuse me Hunter Henry and all the you know the tight ends and stuff like that. I mean he like what three five sixteen tight ends or something. Um, I'm exaggerating, of course. Um, well, I mean they got Nelson Aguilar now, right? Uh, they got. The uh, Hunter Dude, Henry, like, what are they uh, thinking? Paying, what do you probably think about the this? two what best you, tight ends in the game, uh, tight end duo in right. the game. <clears throat> I won't say best, but we know who that is. Talk about the best tight end in the game. Yeah, you want me to say Travis it? Kelsey. Yeah, I want you to say it. Uh, we need you to say it. Oh, I mean, we know it's my homie. <laughs> my homie. My bad, there, guys. I got disconnected. Uh, you're good. <laughs> You're good. Hey, at least it wasn't me this time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my homeboy. No, I, mean, I mean, is my homies and Travis Kelsey, of course, the best. I mean, like, it's so, like, right now, Travis Kelsey is actually slated to be uh, in most fantasy leagues to be drafted number seven after six running backs. So he's a, he's actually averaged to draft be drafted above receivers. Right. Um, but well, because he. Even though his position says tight end, he's basically a receiver. Yeah, I mean, he's just not as fast as majority of them, but I mean, he's got speed on him. I mean, he's just big. He's got, he's yeah, got it doesn't power matter on him. When you're in a position and you catch 115 passes a year, it doesn't matter how fast you are. Yeah. Can I mean, we? He's gone, okay. He said they said uh, he's gone six, six or seven seasons now with at least 1,000 yards, which is the most by any tight end. Okay, wait. Let me, let me pause this real quick because I'm going to ask a serious question. Yeah. You can have. You can have Travis Kelsey right now, or you can have Gronk in his prime, no injury. Travis Kelsey. Okay. Travis Kelsey. I take I take Gronkowski in that. Gronk in his prime, pre-injury. Travis Kelsey Gronk in his prime, pre-injury over Travis Kelsey right now because Travis Kelsey is – we've seen it with Tony Gonzalez. Travis Kelsey on the same team, we've seen it. Travis Kelsey is is not done yet by any means, but he is at that age point where he's going to start declining. It's it's inevitable. It's I going don't know. Out. I don't know. I don't know, man. Tony Gonzalez was good for like a good twelve year stretch. He was, he was, but I mean, how old is Travis Kelsey now? Thirty one, thirty. He's going into his ninth season, so thirty two probably. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's getting close to that. I don't even think he's that old, is he? Is he in the thirties? Yeah. He's going through his ninth season. He has uh, to Roger, it's it's uh, he, his last five seasons have been thousand yard seasons. That's five, okay. Yeah, and last season was his best at fourteen hundred. Travis Kelsey is thirty one. Okay, and he will turn thirty two on October fifth. So okay, yeah, okay, so he's okay, so, so he's in his thirties. Okay. I mean, that's where you start seeing. I mean, think of just – it's just football in general. That's where you start seeing the decline of wide receivers who don't have it as bad as tight ends because tight ends still have to block. Tight ends are bigger. Their bodies are heavier. 
you got to think of it that way. I mean, it's just like running backs. Running backs peak at what, 27 years old, and then they're done? Like, it's it's insane what this sport does to your body. And I don't know, man. I see Emmitt Smith was up there in his 30s still putting on a show, you know, being very elusive. He Emmitt was, Smith he is. Every now and then. Yeah, but Emmitt, like, I mean, Emmitt, you get that like that, like, who, who else was it? Uh, Frank Gore. Like, Frank Gore wasn't the best. <laughs> but that dude, that dude played until he was, like, 673 years old. He's like, still he's playing. playing. He's still playing, yeah. 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 I, I think he plays for the Bills, doesn't he? I'm looking at yes, it. I think he's actually or the no the the Jets. Is it the Bills or the Jets? Hang on, I'm looking it up now. He currently plays for the Jets. Oh, and he's man. 38 years old. And his, yeah, yeah, and but, his but, son Frank I mean, Gore Jr. is the current running back for the <laughs> Southern Miss uh Golden Eagles football team. Running back. The running back. Yeah, so I mean, it's just, it's just who you think. I mean, who do you like better when it comes to those discussions? It's it's what we were talking about earlier. It's, I mean, how old, how old is Gronk? Gronk's younger than Travis Kelsey, right? No, Gronk started in twenty ten, in the league. He's a minimum of three years older. A minimum. Rob Gronkowski is thirty two. Thirty two. Just turned thirty two. They're the same age. How the hell is that even possible? They're the same age. He just turned 32 in May, and Travis Kelsey will be 32 in October. Well, hell, most of these big-ass tight ends look like grown-ass men in their senior year of high school. So, like, I mean. For sure. Like, for you sure. Got, like, you got I mean, six-foot-12 motherfucker walking around campus, you know, like, you want to go to prom with me? I, I guess you'll kill me, sure. You, you know, like. <laughs> as long as you take me to dinner and just don't eat me. Right. Like. I mean, right. I mean, look at Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is fucking huge, and he's gonna be—he's gonna be a top tight end in the league going maybe. into Atlanta because they just lost Julio, and they have. I'm gonna say they're—he's playing for Atlanta, so maybe. Yeah, it, that depends. On, that depends on if Matt Ryan gets his shit together or not. Matt, here's the thing about Matt Ryan. Here we go. Matt Ryan throw for a shit ton of yards. No, he helped. Help, no, he helped me one year he with my fantasy team. So yeah, yeah, he'll throw for a shit ton of yards. That doesn't mean that team's going to do anything with it. But you have to admit, Atlanta has been plagued by the injury bug for not not in recent years, but the year, especially the year after they went to the Super Bowl, their whole defense was just riddled with injuries. They had, I think at one point they had like eleven players injured at one time, and like three of them ended up on the injured reserve list. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, great, man. They've been going, they've been going through the ringer for sure, and especially even with Julio before he got traded away. I mean, he he was getting up there in age, and he's been injured every single. I don't think has he played. If he has, he's played one full sixteen game season. It was one season, and I had him, and he still played like trash. Do you think yeah, the Titans? Do you se- think the Titans made a mistake uh, picking him up? No, nope. nope. I think that's going to open up the field for AJ Brown because they just lost Corey Davis, and he is. Even as old as he is, he's going to be an upgrade from Corey, Ga- Corey Davis. He's going to be able to do more steal at his age. Did you say open up the field for A.J. Brown? Do what? Did you say open up the field for A.J. Brown? Yes. That doesn't sound like the name that should be said. The name is Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry don't catch the damn ball. <laughs> Shit, he don't. 
That dude had 15 receptions last year, I think. For like 400 yards. <laughs> Damn, I want that on out. my team. Shit. 15 receptions yeah, yeah. for <laughs> shit. But no, Derrick Henry don't catch the ball. That's they're they're hurting this year. They got rid of Jonu. We're going to see who's going to step up at tight end position, and and you've got, I mean, you've got AJ Brown and you've got uh, you've got Julio now, and yeah. you'll just see what happens. Uh, last season, Derrick Henry had uh, three, four, five, six, seven, seven receptions for a total of. Twenty-three yards. <laughs> Don't you that dude does not catch the football. No. But he'll run he it down your damn run throat. He will run it down your damn throat. That is for sure. Yeah, last year he ran for uh two thousand twenty seven yards on three hundred and seventy eight attempts in the regular season. So, well, uh, let's get down to a little bit of business. Uh, yes, sir. Let's 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 break this down, and uh, we'll go uh, division by division. Uh, AFC East. You got the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Jets. Who do we see coming out of that division as the winner? Buffalo. I mean, the Bills. The Bills. Yeah. Yeah, it's Buffalo 100% on that one. Uh, the only reason I could see them not doing so well is because they've got a weaker secondary, but, I mean, that's just something they're going to have to deal with and fix throughout the season. Yeah, um, and, and again, man, as a diehard Dolphins fan, I, I that is the team that scares me the most um, because we have to beat New England at least once, I think, in order to at least maybe we can win a couple of extra games and hopefully have a tiebreaker at the end. Um you know, which New England, let's face it, and you can talk about New England, you know, New England's in rebuild mode. The Really the only prop, the only, really the only thing with the Dolphins right now is just a situation at quarterback can to a step up because, I mean, we always talk about the sophomore slump. Can he step up? Um, I mean, your backup is, our backup is Jacoby Brissett. So is Jacoby going to step in and play better than you? Because if that's the case, he's going to be the starter and, we did we waste a draft pick on you? What the fuck, Tua? Do do what you said you were supposed to do, you know. And the Jets are the Jets, you know. Uh, they're going to do what they're going to do. Um, hopefully, they can, you know, in some way, shape, or form, um, figure out a way to win football games this year. Um, it hasn't been. I think they're going to be a lot more competitive than people think. This yeah. year. <laughs> they added yeah. some needed pieces. And they're going to put some wins together that they ain't supposed to this year. But they are, but but they are starting the rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson at BYU, so he'll get a big. They are Elijah Moore, and uh, who else did they get? Michael Carter from North Carolina, right, for running back. Yeah, I yes. think they picked up some pretty good offensive pieces, which is what they really struggled with. I mean, their defense is not the defense the best. is still yeah their their they defense is still suspect. suspect. Yeah, they and, needed some position players, and they got some. Yeah. And and talent, I'll have to disagree. Uh, saying that the Patriots are in rebuild mode, they already rebuilt. But now we have to stay on the that. field. Now we have to see if it, if it, if it, if the rebuilding worked. Now this is where we, this is where we find out. 
Yeah, because man, I don't think I don't think given Nelson Aguilar, I, I alluded to that earlier, but Nelson Aguilar getting what the second biggest wide receiver contract. I mean, this uh, this offseason, this free agency, free yeah. agency wasn't the same this year. The the salary cap and the way shit was going, it just wasn't it it wasn't what it normally is, and it's going to be much different next year. But I mean, he got a lot of money. How much did he get? A lot of money. I'll look it up for you. Go ahead and keep yep. going. Uh, all right, so we'll move on from the AFC East to the AFC North. In the North, you got the Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers. Who we see coming out of that one? That one's a little bit more difficult, I think. I'm, I'm still going to go with Browns, probably. Ugh. Real quick. Uh, all right, go ahead. He signed a two-year deal worth $24 million in New England. Wow. Second, I'm pretty sure, only to Kenny Galladay in New York. Which is so dumb for that, too. Yeah. You better hope it pays off. It's the only thing we can tell you. So, who who said – who? Roger, did you say the, the Browns? Yeah, yeah in, Browns. in the AFC North. Uh, what says you? That's the, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers. Yeah. What, what, do, what do you think, Chip? Uh, I, you know, as well as they played last year, I'm going to have to go with the Browns. Uh, you know, they, they seemed to find a rhythm last year and they were streaming together. Now they lost some, some games that they should not have lost, but they definitely won games that they shouldn't have won too. Uh, they found that rhythm and I, I just think they're, they brought back pretty much everybody that they had last year and then added some key pieces that they needed. Not um, to mention I, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is coming back. But yeah. I don't even think he's going to be a major factor. Yeah. Because they didn't really... That's the key. Is he going to be on their team? Yeah. Go ahead, Roger. I was, I was saying, was he going to be on their team? Yeah. yeah he's still a contract. He's still. Yeah, um, he's going to be he's going to be wide receiver one for them. And that's the thing. Uh, Jarvis, Jarvis Landry's the one, dude. No way, no way. He's a possession receiver. He's he's a he's a great. But but, but what I'm saying, but for Baker Mayfield, that's the type of number one you need, right there. That is his. That is the number one that he needs because he just does not click with Odell. Odell had no. a great start to his. I mean, he was going to be in the Hall of Fame after the first three seasons, and then he just went downhill. And him and Baker don't mesh. That's just how it is. They do not mesh. I'm worried about that because that's a big key to that offense. Which is why for – well, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Which is why for me, as much as I would like to go with the Cleveland Browns, I think that Odell Beckham is going to throw a monkey wrench into a lot of the plans. I'm leaning toward Pittsburgh, to be honest with you. I feel like, you know, it, it, and it's always like this, and I still feel like that it, in terms of – Physicality and things of that nature, I think, and I, and it's it's the consensus throughout the league that the AFC North is the toughest division solely based on just defensive prowess and history and things of that nature. Because uh, the Ravens has have such a history of playing tough, and you know, maybe not necessarily necessarily, but I think I think Cincinnati is going to probably get a couple of good wins here and there. They're not going to be world beaters, you know. In fact, they're they'll probably still be a bottom tier team, probably. Um, I'm not predicting them to be the worst team. I mean, that honor goes distinctly to Jacksonville. Um, but I do feel like, for me, as much as I like Cleveland, I got to lean toward Pittsburgh. You know? I see. My The only reason 
I've thought about this. This was by far the hardest one, like you said earlier. I had to think and think and think on this. And when I broke it down, the one reason I cannot go with the Pittsburgh Steelers is because they're off. Because they what just now? Released because they're O-line. They just released DeCastro. They were not great last year, and they're going to be even worse this year. And they're going to be – I mean, I think they were in the the high 20s last year in offensive line, I think it's going to get worse. I don't th- – I think the Ravens, they added some pieces this year. I think the Ravens are going to take that division. Okay. All right, so we got two for Cleveland, one for Pittsburgh, and one for Baltimore. Sorry, Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati messed up. They should have took Sewell in the first round and passed on Jamar Chase. They didn't need any more skill position players. They they still got Tyler Boyd. They still got T. Higgins. They still got Joe Mixon. They needed some help on the offensive line to keep Joe Burrow healthy, and they didn't do what they should have done, period. Right. No, I agree. I yeah, agree. Uh, what, what, another thing about Pittsburgh is they still don't have a running game. Uh, Not really. Yeah, but, yeah, but, Pitt, yeah, but hang on, because Pittsburgh has the ability to make any running back great. But you got to have an offensive line to nah. do that, though. Mm, I don't no. think it can make any great, um, or at least no, at least play, at least uh, culpable, at least you know, or at least you know, yeah. manage. You, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, so Chip, what what makes you think that Najee Harris isn't the answer? Because of Ben Roethlisberger, he's you think he's, he's going to work the ball he, too much. Yep, he's a pass first quarterback. He always has been, and I think until the day he retires that they're going to rely on his arm and not the running game. Najee Harris would be the answer. I think he can be the next Derrick Henry in a different system. But I also, um, but, 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 that's, but, but is that more on Ben Roethlisberger or is that more on Mike Tomlin? At this point, I think it's more on Ben Roethlisberger because – He's he's the face of the franchise. So if he goes to Mike Tomlin and say, "Hey, look, I, I'm throwing 50 times this game," that's what they're going to do. You know, I mean, he's the leader of the team, and uh, it, look at it. Even when they had Le'Veon Bell, he was a standout running back, but they were still a fat pass first team. Yep, yep, and I mean that's. He's got a good way of getting the ball to the running back when he needs to, but he goes through he goes through his check down so quick, man. Like, I mean, his eyes are quick, even in his old age. But I, I think I agree with you on that. I think Najee Harris, I've seen a video of him earlier in training camp. Oh, God, that dude's footwork is so smooth. <laughs> Somebody that big shouldn't be able to move that smoothly. It's insane. It is. Oh, agree. I have to get him <laughs> the ball one way or the other. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to the AFC South. Uh, the Texans, Colts, Jaguars, Titans. Who do we see coming out of that one? Titans. Uh, I'm going to say the Colts. I'm going to say the Colts, too. Uh, How? Because I, I think even adding Julio to the Titans, they digressed. They, they're, they're not going to be as good as they were last year. Um, Who is the Colts quarterback? Carson Wentz. He's got yeah. something to prove. And, all, and, and also, <laughs> I can make the case that – hold on, time out. I can on, make guys. the case that Indianapolis has a better defense than Tennessee right now. I mean, that may be true, but the offense ain't going to be nothing. I mean, it's going it's to be something. 
I mean, we it's Carson Wentz, guys. We we've been there, done that. I mean, who's unless he, he gets who's hurt on the first play of the game, then you, then you got me. He might be. <laughs> who's Carson Wentz's first first uh, first look? Is it is it Michael Pittman Jr. Or is it T Y Hilton? It's T Y Hilton. Always going to be T Y Hilton. T Y Hilton, one hundred percent. Yeah. But T.Y. Hilton proved last year he can't do shit unless he's going against the Houston Texans. <laughs> His two games last year were against Houston. That was it. And it's off. I hate to see it because I loved seeing the T.Y. in the end zone back in the I loved it. That dude is just falling off the wagon, and I don't know why. I mean, but they also have um, – so they just drafted uh, Pittman Jr., um, and then they just got that uh, Mike Stratton guy. Mm-hmm. Out of uh, Charleston University, I've seen some tape on him. He's really good. Uh, so I think their their receiver core is going to be uh, better than it was last year. Uh, they still got Marlon Mack as the running back. So their saving grace is going to be Jonathan Taylor. Marlon Mack's job is gone. He lost that once he got hurt last year. Jonathan Taylor is going to take over that team. He is going to be the star. Nobody's going to even know who Carson Wentz is once that ball gets in that dude's hands. That oh, dude I, is nasty. I won't. And and you know, uh, as as a uh, a Texas Longhorn faithful here, I, I think Sam Ellinger is going to play great backup there in uh, in Indy. Uh, and I, I think he he could, it, you know, if Carson gets hurt, um, it, Sam Ellinger could could run that team and be good. You mean when Carson Wentz gets hurt? You're talking well, to a Philly fan. It shit happens every year, man. I I know, I know. He's so good, and he's such a good dude. I hated to see it happen to him year after year. I wanted nothing more for him to succeed, dude. Yeah, because because the other three quarterbacks on the uh, on the team, you got Jacob Eason, uh, who, I mean, if you go back, he wasn't good in Washington, and you got Jalen Morton, he he wasn't really that good at Prairie View. Um, no, but Eason's the backup right now, right on the depth chart. Which I mean, on the depth chart, on the depth chart, he is. Uh, Ellinger is a rookie, um, so, but. I mean, go back and look at what he did at Texas last year and yeah. or the last couple of years, and, and you'll see why I think that he's going to move up to QB2 and possibly QB1 when and if uh, Carson Wentz gets hurt. So you – so you – two of you took Indy, and who was it that took Titans? Roger. I did. Roger. I've got a side with Roger, man. I I've, I got a side with the Titans on this one. I, purely based on, I mean, I know everybody's saying Julio and Brown and and Derek. Ryan Tannehill is showing his ass in the NFL right now, and it is amazing. You're about to that jinx dude, him. That dude is so good, man. Like he is okay. so consistently good for that team. He is when Derrick Henry gets going, but it's been proven that when teams can stop Henry, and they can, Tannehill is trash. Yep, we, we talked about it all last season. Every single time they lost a game, it's because Derrick Henry couldn't get more than like 60 yards. But now, 
He's not throwing to Corey Davis anymore. Corey Davis did great last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. He he did great, and his stats still weren't that good. Uh, I don't even think did Corey Davis even have a thousand yards last year? Did any of them have a thousand yards last year? Derrick um, Henry. running running i'm just saying but 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 at the same time okay so let's just say julio is healthy the whole season hold on real quick uh corey davis had corey davis had 984 yards last season so close yeah Yeah. so close but aj brown had uh, 1,075 in, in less games than Corey Davis did. And that was right. Corey Davis' peak. Right. I mean, he, okay. He got the young body, man. But let's just say that Julio is healthy the whole season. I don't think he's going to be. Then I'll give it to the Titans. But I have to look at track record. Julio is not going to be on the field the whole uh, season. And then people are going to be double teaming AJ Brown and, and you're you've lost at that point. Yeah, I mean, but it's I think it's going to come down to the end of the season and there's, <laughs> there's a fantasy football show that I watch on on YouTube and it's called the Fantasy Footballers and they call Derrick Henry Derrick Yeti because when it comes when it when it turns cold and it's the end of the season, that dude is unstoppable. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And so, whenever it comes to the end of the season, and Derek uh, Derek Henry's going, I think they're going to be able to pull it off. I think they'll win when they need to. At the very least, the Titans will win a wild card position. In, oh yeah, in the, in the AFC. It's, it's once they get to the yeah. AFC Championship game, and they start playing a defense that's better than their offense, that's when, especially a run stop first defense, that's you know. And let's be face it. Let's let's be honest. How many good defensive run stopping, uh, I mean, good good run stop defenses are like elite in the game right now? Maybe, oh, four, maybe. Most and of three them. of them come in the AFC. Yeah, North. three of them from the AFC, right? So, yeah, they could run into all three of them in the playoffs, or any three of them in the playoffs with the Ravens. Uh, I mean, the Browns' defense is not terrible, and then Pittsburgh, and right? I mean, they can, uh, but back to Derrick Henry, uh, uh, there was this meme earlier that, that we shared in our group chat, and it says some of the best uh, running back tandems in the NFL. You got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray, and you got first half Derrick Henry and second half Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. That is solid gold. But it's true. It. it is 100% true. So... Uh, I mean, 100%, he's the best running back in the game right now. Uh, and I feel for the Titans if he ever gets hurt. I don't know, man. The way the way he works out and the way he takes care of himself, man. Dude's a – I mean, I don't know if you've seen the workout videos of dude. Dude's a fucking monster, dude. Like, mm-hmm. well, that, yeah. man is living, that man is living proof that if you get paid to work out, you'll do it all the time and make yourself look good. <laughs> yeah. right. yep. If I got paid like he did to work out, you don't think I'd be doing that shit? I'd be fucking yoked, bro. Yeah. You couldn't tell me shit. <laughs> exactly. Wait, what? What? Uh, you sitting here? You will get duffed? Back fuck away. <laughs> exactly. I duff everybody in the gym. It's my gym now. Yeah. Said I didn't want women in my water, motherfucker. 
Who the fuck puts lemon in it? Never mind. All right, go ahead, Chip. Motherfucker. I, I, <laughs> I turned into DMX and started barking at everybody. <laughs> Rest in peace, Earl Stone. Uh, but uh, we'll move on from the AFC South to the AFC West. We got the Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. I think this is a no-brainer. The Chiefs are coming out of this one. Yeah, I would say the Chiefs coming out of it. 100%. Yeah. Until we get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Here we go. There's the caveat. Boy, if Denver gets Aaron Rodgers, that might change some things because Cortland Sutton gets a damn quarterback. He's going to be nasty. I mean, all, our receiving core is great. We just don't have a run, uh, receiver. I mean, well, we don't have a, a quarterback. quarterback. And but 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 also, yeah. you guys were played a lot last. You guys were played a lot last year by the defensive bug. Or the or the defensive injury bug injury. because Von Miller got hurt, Bradley Chubb got hurt. Um, I mean, we also lost Cortland Sutton. Cortland so Sutton, like a shit ton of people, got hurt on the. Broncos. I mean, they were they were also plagued by the COVID bug. I mean, they had a wide receiver playing quarterback there for a game or but, two. But the but the Ravens were allowed to postpone their game for two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, we won't so get into that. Like that uh, should have been on the NFL uh, conspiracy theory. Uh, well, the sports conspiracy theory, uh, <laughs> I don't think the article was written before the thing actually took place, but never mind. So, yeah. so we're all kind uh, of okay. okay well, well, let me ask you, because we all know the Chiefs are coming out. Do you see any other team in the AFC West maybe as a wild card? Raiders. See, I say, uh, I want to say Raiders, but I also kind of want to say uh, LA too. You know, Justin Hubert's got, you know, they drafted, they, they drafted, uh, what was his name? The uh, the offensive exactly the offensive line that they the lineman that they drafted yeah the, the guard that he needed or the tackle I guess yeah it was a tackle yeah. that he needed yeah you know I mean definitely I mean I I, I don't feel like the I feel like the Chargers are kind of like right there at the at the cusp of being good enough to make it into the playoffs I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl but I'm saying I think that they're good enough to at least make it into the playoffs I think that's one of my sneaky teams for the year. Austin Eckler and Mike Williams stay healthy. That team with Justin Herbert. And Keenan Allen, if he can stay healthy too. They're going to be good. They're going to be good. That uh, kid can throw the fucking rock. I don't know about good. But I'm also le- – but hold on. But but I'm also leaning toward – uh, go ahead, Chad. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying I think, I think they're a surprise wild card team. I think they I think they win 10 games this year, and they might have – they're going to give themselves a chance to get in. But I also lean a little bit toward uh, Vegas, too. I mean, Derek Carr's, you know, Derek Carr, before he got injured, you know, before he broke his leg, he was still playing at an MVP caliber level. You know, could he get back to that? I don't know. Um, But also with Josh Jacobs running the football, um, you know. But is he? But is he? I don't think. They've confused stuff in the backfield now, adding Kenyon Drake when they didn't need to. They've got Darren Waller, and that's the only solid piece that team has. They got rid of their number one receiver, number one and number two receivers, and Tyrell Williams and Nelson Aguilar from last year. So now they got who? – who is it? Uh, Byron Edwards and Henry Ruggs as their one and two. Like we were talking about Philly earlier, who would you rather have, Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager or Henry Ruggs and uh, Byron Edwards as your one-two punch? Uh, I mean, if, you're, if, you're, if, if that's the only choices I'm taking, I'm probably going to go with – I'm gonna say my choice is Travis Kelsey and Tyreek <laughs> <laughs> coming out the division. Right. Right. The Chargers. If Derrick Henry does, or Derrick Henry, if Derek Carr does come back healthy and he stays in there, 
Who's he throw the ball to besides Darren Waller? That dude's going to have 160 targets this year. I mean, somebody per game. Well, somebody new can step up, man. <laughs> you know the NFL's next man up. Who knows? Something, maybe something can happen, and maybe somebody can finally step up and actually, you know. Somebody's got to get hit, and I don't know if, if Mariota or Derek Carr, either one have the arm to get the ball downfield to Henry Ruggs where he's actually explosive. At. I think Derek Carr can. Mariota, not so much. So the Chargers have a real shitty uh, schedule this year. Their bye week is week seven. Oh no! Um, Damn. Yeah. So so they got they got to play they got to yeah, play six got, by eleven. Holy shit! Uh, and I only see them winning possibly two games before the bye week. They got Washington, Dallas. Then they got Kansas City, Vegas, Cleveland, Baltimore. Then they go into the bye. So they win their first two, and then they lose four straight. No, I think they can battle Cleveland. I think Cleveland's secondary is weak enough for for Herbert to go in there and sling the rock around as long as he's got Mike Williams and Keenan Allen out there on the field. I think they can win that but, game. But, but remember, Cleveland's getting Dez Ward back. And they still got Greedy Williams. And they still got a couple – and they still, you know – Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, when it comes down to who's winning the division, I think we know it's the Chiefs. And the Chiefs even got better, which is fucking scary. The only reason I think they lost the Super Bowl last year is because of their offensive line. Because they it have no offensive line, you mean? Great. And they did nothing but upgrade that this year. They almost changed – I think they might have changed their entire offensive line this year, which yeah. is going to be in. It's going to be insane for them. It's going to be – But so are they going to – here's here's my question. They did upgrade, but are they, are they going to gel well? That's also, the that, question. Also, that don't forget they lost the the best running back of all time, Le'Veon Bell. Dude, they get, <laughs> get out of here, man. Get out of here. When Clyde Edwards a layer behind a good offensive line. Oh, actually, monster. getting getting to go in between in between the the numbers there and and put it into the fucking goal line. I think I think he's going to have a good season this year. What's, I think the run game is going to step up. A very underrated thing about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire also is that he was such a sacrificial running back. Like, he gave up a lot of ability to score to get them down the field, and then he would let get out of the game and let them just have five wideouts. Yeah, because they, they couldn't run between the lines. They could not they could not get the ball in between the numbers right there on the one- and two-yard line. And and now that I think they can. They got uh, – I forget his name, but they, they got the best – one of the best centers in the league on their team now, and I think that's really going to make a difference for them. Is it Villanueva? No. Let me look uh, and I'll go. Here, I'll tell you real quick. It was a joke. <laughs> it was not Villanueva. Villanueva. <laughs> uh, what about Villanova? Are we talking about Austin, <laughs> are we talking about uh Austin Blythe, Creed Humphrey, or Daryl Williams? I think it's Daryl Williams, isn't it? Hold on a second. Go go ahead and I'll I'll, I'll try to figure out who it was because I don't I'm having a hard time with names right now. You're fine. Uh, we'll move on to the NFC least. Uh, I mean, the East. Uh, you got the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, and that football team from Washington who still doesn't have a name yet. Uh, or a good quarterback. Or a reputable who do, who owner. Who do you see coming out of that? Uh, I am going to go and say the Giants. Really? See, I think it's going to be the Cowboys this year, and I hate the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to be the best team in the, the NFC East. 
they're getting Dak Prescott back. I, I don't think they're getting him back, but my thing is how good is he going to be coming back? Is he still going to be hesitant? And not only that, their defense is still very suspect. That's what I was waiting on. Dak's going to be fine, I think, in my opinion. But I mean, an injury like he had, man. You know, you know, sometimes it's a little little mental thing. Sometimes it is, it is, and I and I think he'll take it easy the first four or five games. But I mean, he's got Ezekiel Elliott to to lean on, and he can dump the ball off to Gallup or Cooper or CD Lamb or whoever the hell he wants to. But that defense, man, is atrocious. No, it is. Uh, but I think they have a powerful enough offense to offset that defense. I think they do too. And they showed that last year, especially at the beginning of the season, whenever they got those wins that they shouldn't have when they came back from what, 20 points in three straight games or something like that. Yeah. Wasn't one of them against the Falcons. So does that count? Do what? When is it one of them against the Falcons? So does that even count? <laughs> the, the I think the first one was I think that was the first game of the season. It was, <laughs> yeah. But I see that's the thing. The Falcons, I don't think they can do that against Washington. Washington might have the best defense in the league. Uh, they're definitely up there. Yeah, you can't you cannot discount the Washington no, football they're, team right now. They're definitely in the top three. And but, but who, who's going to be their quarterback? Who's their quarterback in Washington? Chase Rapid Young. Rapid. <laughs> 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 is that Tyler? Like, is it Tyler Heineken, Heineken? Whatever the hell his name is. No, it's it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's your boy that led you to the wins, and then when you took him out, yeah. You know, oh, oh, yeah. Like, like, like I've run the organization. Fuck. <laughs> We've been over this. It's yeah. who should have been playing for your team at the end of the year last no, year. I, no, 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 because I will agree with that 100%. Fitzpatrick was doing a damn good job. They shouldn't have pulled him when they did. So, anyway, Mississippi State beats Vanderbilt 9-0 to zero to win their first. Oh, okay. Breaking news here on Movement Radio. Mississippi State beats Vanderbilt to win the College World Series. Wow, really? The wow. very first championship the school has won in its entire history of any sport. Yep. Yep. That's surprising. That's that's surprising because Vanderbilt's pitching is amazing. It is. What you got? Like what? Four people probably going to be drafted to the to the MLB. Yeah, and they started their big guns tonight, and he got scored. Uh, Not nothing though. My God. Yes. That's ridiculous. Mississippi State played Vanderbilt six times throughout the season and postseason, and every game they scored on them in the first inning, no matter who was starting pitcher for Vanderbilt. Yeah, which is weird to me. That's crazy. Anyway, back to the back to the NFC least. Um, I'm gonna say I, I don't know why my brain is telling me to say this, and I might look don't foolish give, once the season starts. Don't give me hope. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm no. I'm not going with the Eagles. Um, <laughs> I mean, no disrespect, but no. Um, Damn. No, I mean, I mean, I don't mean that. I don't mean that as a shot. I'm just saying. I mean, there's, there's, there's a whole lot more going on. I'm gonna. All right, hot take, right here, right now. In a weird, fucked up, twisted, twisted sense of irony, I think that the ser- I think that the division comes down to two teams: the Cowboys and the Giants. It'll be Giants, and I think it's going to be the Giants. I think the Giants are going to pull off. Saquon Barkley's coming back. That defense has improved. Um, I think that 
Mr. Sixth, Mr. Sixth overall himself, Daniel Jones, is probably going to be more motivated to try to get back into a rhythm of things, especially with Saquon Barkley, you know, coming back though. Um, but he's coming back for is it, is it from an ACL tear? ACL, MCL, and meniscus. Oh, okay. The whole th- the whole thing. Well, not the whole thing. Yeah. Who was that running back from uh, South Carolina that had his whole fucking uh, damn near had his fucking leg amputated? Lattimore. Lattimore. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mark. It wasn't that bad, but ugh. but I also think that the defense they has improved. Also, um, they did get Kenny G. Say what? What? The the Giants got Kenny Galladay. Yeah, and so that's going to help them out big time. Yeah, they got Kenny Galladay. Um, but this is a make or break year for Daniel Jones, dude. Like if he doesn't do it this year, he's done. So I, I, I don't know about Kelly that. Gold I don't know about that. I think they might give him maybe one. I think as long as he continues to progress, I think that it's that it. it I mean, how many how many games did the did the uh, Giants win last year? Five. Five. If he Five if he at least gets three more wins, at least it's progression, and I think it, I think that they'll they'll be a little bit more lenient with him. Now, if he loses, now if he wins only like two or three games, then. Yeah, you know, you got to cut bait, walk away, try to find another quarterback. Um, but I think as long as he progresses, and, and definitely if the Giants win the division, that definitely puts a feather in his cap. Um, I don't know, something's telling me that the Gi- that the Giants are going to end up pulling it off and winning it. So, so, so hold on, go ahead, Roger. I was going to say the Giants have picked up Kenny Galladay and John Ross for help at receiver. They got mm-hmm. Kyle Rudolph. Yes, he's a little bit older. But mm-hmm. he's a veteran and dependable. They also got Devontae Booker to back up Saquon Barkley. Um, they did get rid of their offensive veteran, uh, offensive line veteran Kevin uh, Zeitler. But they've also got three or four guys starting the offensive line that are two or three years together, and they're only two or three years in. So I mean, they've got a line that's already started together pretty much their whole career. So they're going to have more chemistry to protect him. I think they. They're going to be better, a lot better on offense this year. Their defense is still a hit or miss, like everyone well, in this division. Well, the Giants' defense performed well in 2020. They finished ninth in points and 12th in yards allowed by the league. And the numbers have even gotten better when you look at, you know, their rush defense. The Giants currently ranked 10th in both rushing yards and touchdowns allowed. And while the team has 4.1 yards per attempt surrendered, um, so I think they said that came. I think that came in at number thirteen, I believe. So their defense, yeah, you're right. The defense is hit and miss, but it's more hit than it is miss. So the well, defense does give them a little bit of hope. Too. Oh, I think they lost some key points in the offseason, though, for defense. So, so you guys are telling me that I'm the only person going with the defending champs, the Washington Football Team, in this division. Yes, they don't have yes. Alex Smith. It, it doesn't matter. They they upgraded. They upgraded their offense, which was what kept them from winning 11, 10, 11 games last season. Their defense is top-notch. It's one of the best, if not the best, in the league. And now you've got Antonio Gibson coming in on his second season. Dude's going to be a monster. He was a monster last year. And then you add Curtis Samuel, plus you have Terry McLaurin one year, you know, one more year in. That's that's one of the better offenses in that in that division. I mean, I think it's the second best offense in that division behind the Dallas Cowboys. I never yes, thought you got, you got Fitz Travis. Are you going to get Fitz Tragic or are you going to get Fitz Magic? 
Fitz magic, baby. Fitz magic. You, it doesn't matter. The dude's going to throw interceptions. But one thing, rest assured, you can you can count on is he's going to get the ball in the hands of Terry McLaurin. And whenever Terry McLaurin gets the ball, he's hard to stop. I never, I never thought I would ever hear the day that a that a fucking Philadelphia Eagles fan was was rooting for the fucking Reds. I'm sorry, the Washington football team. I almost said something bad. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Edward, language. Yeah, I, I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful. Did you just go for? Did you just go for the Jets a second ago in your division? No, I didn't. No, I got the Bills. Uh, the division. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll say it since you. All right, fuck the Jets. All right, go ahead. There we go. <laughs> but I want to okay. go for the Eagles so bad, man. But I'm like I said earlier, I'm a realist. I know better. We got some growing pains that we're going to go through. I don't. I still don't understand why we got rid of Doug Peterson as a head coach. I don't understand. Nobody understands that. that. You yeah, can talk Jeffrey to Jeffrey Lurie about that one. I think that was a personal decision, to be to be completely honest with you. That was a personal decision. That was. was a Jeffrey Lurie decision. That's what that was. And we it know you want to and shit like that, bro. But, I mean, let your pet keep your petty shit away. You know, like, don't. That's a Bill O'Brien move, man. Yes. Yeah, for sure. It was for sure a Bill O'Brien move. And uh, it just it, it sucks to sit back and watch being a Philadelphia Eagle truther and, and and loving the team. It just sucks because we've got some good young players. We got some pieces that we can fit in, but we still need work. And I don't know. I mean, I know the dude's coming from Indy. I know he knows how to put together a defense, but I just I don't know how it's going to end up. Well, look at it from this perspective, and look at it, look at it on the bright side. At least you don't have Chip Kelly anymore. A fucking me. There you go. I hate that dude. I mean, don't have to kill you back yet. Uh oh. <laughs> don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> All right. Oh, so we'll move on from the. We'll move on from the NFC East to the NFC North. You got the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, and the Vikings. Who do we see coming out of this division? The this Bears. one has a lot of question marks. No, I'm joking about the Bears. It's, it's got a lot of question marks, man. It really does because if Aaron Rodgers comes back, I think Green Bay's got a hold on him. If he doesn't show up and he doesn't play for Green Bay, he retires or they trade him or whatever happens, the team to win it if Aaron Rodgers is not back could be the Chicago Bears if they start Justin Fields. If they get him on the if they get him on the damn football field instead of Andy Dalton, it well, they have already Andy said, Dalton. yeah, no, no, no. They said Andy Dalton's the backup. They said Andy Dalton is the starter as of right now. Yeah, this okay. is the starter right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton is their for sure starter, and then Matt Nagy came out and said, "Oh, well, maybe I'm going to do a quarterback competition, and we'll just see how Justin Fields looks." And he's just fucking acting like a crazy person. So. That I think Matt Nagy's the problem more than it is who's playing quarterback for that team right now. To be honest with you, quick question: Would I, I didn't mean to cut anybody off, and I apologize if I did. Just real quick question because it's on my mind, and if I don't ask it, I'm going to forget it. Is Matt Nagy the one coach in the NFL right now who's probably on the biggest hot seat right now? Um, uh, probably. Um. Ooh, that's that's a question mark. Okay. Um, that is a question mark. 
I mean, you got so many new ones. If you're talking about the ones that's got more tenure that's been there for a couple years and not new head coaches, then then yeah, probably. Because I mean, they got they've got Allen Robinson. They've got David Montgomery came up and actually played football last year. They're going to get Tariq Cohen back this year. I know he's getting older, but he can still catch some passes. They now they got Justin Fields. He's got to start making decisions that's going to help the football team instead of hurting them. But they also have, and if you look at that defense, they still got Khalil Mack. You know, he didn't. You know, he needs to be the Khalil Mack that there was in Oakland. You know that that monster. You know the one he had a great season. He did have a great season, but comparable to Oakland, wasn't this like his second best season? Yeah, but, uh, it was. It was there, but I, I mean, he's he's got to continue doing it. Khalil Mack's even getting a little older now to be on the. You know, I mean, defensive players can play for a little bit longer, but I mean, he's still young enough to make a uh, be a difference maker. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. He's thirty. He's he's yeah. thirty this year. Oh, he's got plenty of years uh, just, left. Plenty just turned years. thirty. Uh, last season, he had uh, fifty tackles for loss, twenty nine solo tackles, uh, nine sacks, uh, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and an interception. Yep, and that's good, and, and I mean, that's very it, good. That's his best season in in so, Chicago. But yeah, his his Raider ones have been a little bit better. I mean, he's. 2015 has been his best season by far when it comes to sacks, but I mean, he's getting more in the zone defense when he's in Chicago with his Raiders. He was just straight blitzing pretty much the whole time. Right. Well, yeah. I, I mean, when he was in the rate, when he was with the Raiders, uh, let's see his first year, he had four sacks, second year, 15, third year, 11, uh, fourth year and fourth and final year. He had 10 and a half sacks. Uh, now he hasn't been bad in um chicago at all his first year he had 12 and a half sacks second year eight and a half and last year he had nine so right that's what i was going to say he's got to get back into double digits in the sacks but yes i mean you don't you look at it and you think oh it's just one or two sacks no that shit makes a difference because those turn into loss of yards those turn into turnover on downs forced fumbles all kind of interceptions those hits matter and he's got to start putting a little bit more pressure on the quarterback, but he can't do it by himself. He can't. And that defense is not bad. I think it's just scheme. Right. I really think it's scheme. I think it's Matt Nagy at this point. Right. For me uh, – Go ahead, I, Chip. I can agree with that. Okay. For me, if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, then it's kind of hard to go against Green Bay. But also – Absolutely. But, but, but at the same time, you look at the other three. I don't think that da- – no, I almost said Dallas. I'm sorry. I don't think Detroit is going to be much of anything. Um, in mm-hmm. fact, I could probably see them once again being in the top five in, dra- in the draft this year. The Vikings um, – the Vikings have potential I don't with know. Dalvin they Cook. Got- and with, the Vikings have potential with Dalvin Cook, um, who I think is the third best hybrid running back. And what I mean is, is one who can run and catch out the backfield with effortless ease. Um, I think he's the third best because um, I, I think CMC and Alvin Kamara is better than he is. Um, but I also think that, it for me, when it comes to Minnesota, it all comes down to Kirk Cousins for me. What Kirk Cousins are we going to get? And is he going to – is he going to play the way that he was in Washington when he was actually, you know – helping them win football games or is he going to decline back into that recluse like you know let 
let the running back do all the work and pray my defense don't blow blow a lead or something. You know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers plays, I'm going Green Bay. But if, go ahead. I'm sorry. What? Well, my bad. If you look at it last year, I mean, Kirk Cousins threw for 4,200 yards, and he had 35 touchdowns, and now they're adding a game to the season. I mean, the dude could be a 5,000-yard passer with with 35 touchdowns again. His passer rating has been higher the past two years in Minnesota than it ever was anywhere else. Yeah, okay, okay, that's true. But aside from Adam Thielen, who has he had the throw to this year? Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. That's right, if, yeah. If yeah. they get – if they get Justin Jefferson second half of season from last year, if that Justin Jefferson comes back and he stays that way the whole year, which I expect him to do, they're going to have a good one-two punch because Adam Thielen's getting old, but there's one thing that dude can still do. He can jump up in the end zone and grab a touchdown over somebody's head. And what about the defense? And that's yep. all do. But, but, but what about the defense? Defense is where they struggle a little bit. That's that's their only downfall. That's I think that might be the main reason why I don't – I don't see them winning the division. I think if they had a stouter defense, they could actually give Green Bay a run for their money. But I think Aaron Rodgers will play. I think he'll be a Green Bay Packer. I think they're going to just set a money bag in front of him and say, here, do what the hell you want to. Because they made that mistake with Brett Favre before, before and they got lucky that they had Aaron Rodgers sitting on the bench. Right. Well, they, they, they got Jordan Love sitting right now. They don't. They don't. I don't care if he played behind Aaron Rodgers for ten years. He's he's not either one of those guys. He's not going to do anything. We. I mean, we'll certainly find out and we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to say either Green Bay or Chicago right now. Honestly, um, if Aaron Rodgers plays Green Bay, if he doesn't play, I'm going to go Chicago. Same for me. Okay, so I think we're in agreement. If Aaron Rodgers plays Green Bay, um, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. I'm going with Detroit. Ooh. Mm, you think we're to Stafford downgrading at the quarterback position? You think so? Uh, I don't downgrade, think. No downgrade. I, I don't think Jared Goff is a downgrade. From Matt at Stafford, all. I think he is. I don't think Jared, Jared Goff is a bad quarterback by any means. But even this this day and age, Matt Stafford, I think if he stays healthy, he's so much better than Jared Goff is. How, uh, how many Super Bowls did Jared? Uh, Matt Stafford go to. That, that's fair. That's how many postseason he's been to. That's fair. I mean, you got to think about that. <laughs> like, he's never had a running game. How many times has there been a 100 yard rusher on that team since he's been there? What once? I think, like one 100 yard rushing game ever, <laughs> like in the okay. past like five or six years for that team. The, They've the- got good running backs now with DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams coming over from Green Bay, but they lost Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. They don't have receivers. They got Terrell Williams from Las Vegas, and that's it. But they did pick up Panay Sewell, who will block for Jared Goff and will, you know, you know, I'm not saying Detroit's going to win. That's definitely a difference maker. Say what now? He's definitely a difference maker. I, don't I mean, they also got Jamal Williams. They picked up yeah, spots that needed to be fixed, but that's their that's their wide receiver too right now is Jamal Williams. Is it really? That's 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 all they have. Him him and and uh, Swift. Their For two sure. running backs are their wide receiver two and three behind Terrell Williams. 
They have Brashard uh, Perriman. Uh, and they got they got at the tight end position they got Darren Fells. And Josh. Uh, no, TJ Hawkinson is going to be their number one there. No, yeah, Darren, no, Fells should be their number one. I've seen the work that he did in mm-hmm. Houston. I think he should be the number one. Yeah, but Darren Fells can't. He, he's he's not as he's not as athletic as uh, Hawkinson is, and that yeah. dude is that dude is going to be. Nasty. He may not be as athletic, but I guarantee you, in them third and goal situations or those those goal line situations, he can be a sneaky, uh, you know, route runner, and he could possibly and he can get in there and score for you. I mean, hell, you can run a damn, um, you can run a z a z gap sweep, you know, to the left or right side, and if Darren Fells is the one running it, you ain't stopping that motherfucker, especially if you're inside five yards. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree with you. That dude. It- He'll have four or five touchdowns on the year, and I think that'll that, and it might be one that wins a game every now and then. But their their offense is it's got pieces, but I don't think it has enough pieces. I think they're playing the game with too few pieces right now, and their defense is what bothers me. I mean, I, Chip, I get where you're coming from. I think they can be explosive. I think they're going to show bouts of, hey, keep an eye on us. But I don't Here's think they last. Season. I think their offense has less question marks in it right now than Chicago does. We don't even know who the – I mean, on paper, Andy Dalton is the starting quarterback, but we all know Andy Dalton's not a great quarterback. Uh, I, I think Jared Goff is a better quarterback. Just, than, I mean, than Andy Dalton, 100%, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and I think they're gonna. I mean, knowing uh, Nagy the way that I know him uh, there in Chicago, um, he's he's gonna ride Andy Dalton until the wheels fall off. He's not gonna bench Dalton and put Fields in, which is what he should do. Uh, and that's why I I'm going with Detroit over Chicago if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with Chip on that one. That was uh, what I was gonna say. Um, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, I expect Jared Goff to do what people don't expect to be done with Detroit. Yeah, and you've been a Jared Goff truther from day one too, Roger. Yes, I have. Well, hell, the, still stay with that. Well, hell, the only reason why he's even in Detroit to begin uh, in Detroit to begin with is because he said he wanted to pipe Sean McVay's uh, Sean McVay's wife. Ain't nothing wrong with that though. So I don't see what. <laughs> 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 Say the wrong shit and get bounced out of LA. <laughs> I mean, you get you you honest and you get punished for it. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right, right. I mean, most dudes would take that as a compliment. Exactly. Right. You know, my quarterback said that. Yo, you know what? That's my dog right there. You know what right, like, right. Yeah, I'll yeah, pick, what's in your pictures? You got OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah. Slide, slide me that. Uh, slide me that week twelve and thirteen paycheck. And we'll <laughs> right. Um, what you doing on your bye right, week, so boy? We'll move from the, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll move on from the NFC North to the NFC South. Uh, we got the Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and Bucks. Um, this is a harder one. I it, for me it comes <laughs> no 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 for me it comes down to two teams, uh, the Saints and the Bucks. I one hundred percent believe the Bucks are going to come out of this. Depending on how well the Saints' quarterback situation works out, well, I think who do you think's going to 
Taysom, I think. Well, I think I definitely think Taysom Hill is going to get this get the quarterback job. Um, I don't. You don't think so? I don't think I think he will, but I don't think he should. I'm with Chip on this. Okay. So you would rather go with Jameis Winston than Taysom Hill? Jameis Winston's going to throw the ball more and give that team opportunities to score. Taysom Hill is already older. The dude's like 31 already or something like that. Like, and they just extended his contract. It's I think it, I know Jameis has this. Taysom Hill will be 31 in uh, two months. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's already older and he doesn't have any experience. Jameis Winston interception machine as he is he's got experience he knows how to play in the nfl i, I mean he, he might get you 30 interceptions but he's going to get you 30 touchdowns yeah, 30 30 right that that Jameis winston gets that job i, don't I know. think Taysom's going to start out with it because uh I, on the depth chart Jameis winston is the starter yeah, it's preseason depth chart. I don't think that matters a whole lot right now, which is bad to say, but I think they just kind of throw people on there. Right. Uh, what's the coach's name? Uh, uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton. 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 I, Payton just – the reason I think Taysom Hill gets the job to start with is because Sean Payton just doesn't like James Winston. They didn't get along last year, and I don't think they're going to get along this year either. They're they're working towards it, and they've been act, like proactively trying to fix the relationship. I just don't know how it's going to work. I think for this one, bringing back 22 starters, the easiest schedule in football yet again for Tom Brady this year on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think the Bucs repeat and and take that division fairly easy. Yeah, I agree 100%. Bucks are definitely going to win this one. Uh, Saints, yeah, will probably, I mean, Saints will probably be second, and then the fight for the worst will be between the Panthers and the Falcons. But there's this weird trend, you know, where for whatever reason, an NFC South team, like NFC South, like I cannot think in recent memory when an AFC South team won like three straight divisional titles in a row. Maybe this, I think the Saints may have done it, but I can't, off the top of my head, I can't remember when a NFC South team won the division like three straight years. It's been a very, very long time. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the Saints whenever they had that stretch, whenever they played Indy with Peyton in the Super Bowl and got their win and, and all that stuff right after. Yeah, but even then, the, but even then the Falcons went, won, the Carolina came out of nowhere and won, and then, you know, the it was always between them three because the Bucks really didn't have that good of a team, you know, for the longest time, you know. Until yeah. obviously, you know, Tom Brady came over and joined them. Um, Do you guys think they're going to recruit Julian Edelman like they did Bron- uh, Gronk? Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't surprise me. I don't see why they wouldn't. That yeah. makes no sense. They they don't they don't need him. No, they, they don't need him. But why wouldn't they? Right. That's the yeah. thing. You know, I don't know. I hate Julian Edelman probably just as much, if not worse, than I do Tom Brady. That dude is just an absolute dick. <laughs> uh, I mean, have you, seriously, have y'all ever watched like his his interviews or him talking to people and, and mocked up? The dude is an asshole. He's he's got that Napoleon syndrome where he's like four foot nothing and he he's, just runs his fucking it, mouth because he's got Brady Big Brother behind him. It, like, yeah, he's got a little man syndrome. Yeah, you're fucking you're fucking you look like a four year old with facial hair. Shut up. Go home. But yeah. Damn. Here's, here's the bucks. <laughs> 
Here's the Bucks schedule. They they start with Dallas. Win. Then they have Atlanta. Win. The Rams, the Patriots, the Dolphins, the Eagles, the Bears, the Saints. Then they go into the bye week. They come out of the bye week and they got Washington, New York, Indy, Atlanta, Buffalo, Saints, Carolina, New, uh, Jets, and Carolina. 17-week season. That is going to be a that's going to be a 13-win team. I'd say 14 and 3, honestly. Yeah, I'd say 14 and 3, 14 and 3. I think the three losses if I'm and I'm and again, I'm just veering out there. I'm saying they they'll probably they're going to lose to an AFC. I think I don't think they'll go they'll go undefeated in the division. I think they'll win, lose at least one division game and more than likely it'll probably be some random out of nowhere victory like maybe the Falcons get lucky and possibly score an upset victory or something. Oh, um, bullshit. I think the Saints beat them once. You think the Saints will beat them once? Yeah. Yeah, I've got to agree with that, too. I think the Saints are going to be their toughest adversaries in that in that yeah. division. <laughs> I think the Saints beat them. I think Buffalo can beat them. Yeah, I think definitely can Buffalo uh, beat them. I, I think, I, honestly, I think Miami can beat them. If, if I'm being honest. That depends. What week is that again? Uh, week that's week five. five. Yeah. Week five. So two is still going to be in there barring an injury. It just depends on how he does, man. I mean, that, there's a lot that's going to come down to this season uh, in and out of their division, depending on how Tua does in Miami. Like, if he plays well, that's a good enough team and a good enough defense. They can put up numbers and, and stop numbers on the defensive side. And, and beat teams like, like Tampa Bay and New Orleans and maybe even like Cleveland and people like that. I think they're if Tua plays, they've got a good chance of doing that. Right. You you have nothing to say, Sal? Uh, That's your team. Well, so I, Mal, Mal, <laughs> Malachi come into the, to the door real quick and startled me. I didn't even hear what he said. I apologize. <laughs> uh, he was putting over the Dolphins like they were the next best thing. Well, I hope they are. I really do. If if Tua plays good, if Tua plays good, it all comes down to Tua. If he's, they need to be ready to swap off of him quickly if he's not the answer. The problem and is I the backup quarterback is Jacoby Brissett, and Jacoby Brissett wasn't the answer in Indianapolis. So I don't know. I mean, he didn't really have a choice there, though. Say what? He didn't really have much of a chance or a choice there. Right. Right. You know, which I, uh, again, I give two of the benefit of the doubt because he's only played nine games. You know, so he got his feet I mean, wet. So now he's fully immersed into this, you know, role now as a starting quarterback. Let's see what he can do from this point forward. Let me ask you this. Okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you two quarterbacks. Tell me which one you'd rather have on that Miami team right now. Okay, same type of player. Almost the same experience. Would you rather have Tua, or would you rather have Jalen Hurts? Because I see them almost as the same. Mm. Which personally, which, I'm going which one Jalen Hurts. Which one is more likely to get injured? Both. Uh, yeah, I don't because of the running prowess. I I think that's the risk on both sides, but but. Take, take an injury out of it. Talent alone, who who would you rather have on your team right Talent now? alone, I'm going Hurts. Going with Jalen Hurts? Yeah, because so he performed in Alabama and in Oklahoma. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah, you were a, you were a star quarterback for two different big time universities, big time college programs. You know, Tua's biggest issue has always been that hip injury, and it will will it will it get aggravated again? You know, and let's be honest, Jalen Hurts didn't get hurt too; would have never had a chance. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Actually, no, he didn't get hurt. Did, uh, did he get hurt, or was it? He got uh, pulled in the national championship game because he was playing like shit, and then Tua came in and basically took the yeah. job from him. Yeah, that, yeah, because he had one good drive. Yeah, yep. He, he had a couple of uh, he had a couple of good drives. He he had that w- game winner against uh, that game with uh, the uh, fuck what's his name? Uh, Waddle ended up catching the game winning touchdown in the end zone. Yep. And he waddled with the freshman. So are we all taking the Bucks in that division? Yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks win. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think so too. They're that's the only team in in modern era that's brought back twenty two starters on a team on eleven on both sides after winning the Super Bowl. That's that's everybody oh, yeah. wants to play with the quote unquote goat. Right? Yeah, well, I mean everybody wants to win a championship. Yeah, right. And, yeah. And, well, there's that, and people even took less money than what they should have, they should have yeah. just to stick that team together. So, did you have y'all been keeping up with what Tom Brady's been saying here lately about what? Uh, uh, a couple of things. One, he doesn't know if he's going to. He, he said he's coming towards the end of his career. Hell, he's uh, become my favorite, favorite career for the past what five years now. <laughs> my, <laughs> yeah, but he he my, actually openly admitted it. Yeah, my favorite quote from him uh, was just like, it was either earlier this week or late last week where he said, mm-hmm. I've got 10 fingers. One of them is my wedding ring. I need two more rings before I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Right. And the other thing was apparently he's playing with a chip on his shoulder this year because there was he didn't say what team or what coach or what front office it was. But he is pissed because there was a team in the running for him last year before he went to Tampa Bay. And towards the end of it, he was strongly considering them. And then they looked him in the eye and said, we don't think you're going to help our team. We don't want you right now. And then he goes on to win the Super Bowl. And he's pissed. Yep. Yeah. Watch it have been the Eagles. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the Eagles. We were, in the we were in the running for Tom Brady, and I was sick. I know we would be better, and I know we would win. But fuck, I was going to be so mad. Oh, damn good. Well, you would have you would have rocked a number twelve midnight green Eagles jersey that's had Brady's name on it if he won you a damn Super Bowl. Not a chance. <laughs> no, he wouldn't wear big big Nick's jersey, and he won him the Super Bowl. No big All Dick right. Nick. Uh. That's right. Big Dick Nick. Uh, so we're going to move on from the NFC South to, to the final division, the NFC West. You got the Cardinals, the Rams, the 49ers, and the Seahawks. Who wins this division? The Seahawks. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Who? Last year, the only reason, in my opinion, the only reason why the 49ers did not play the way that they played – uh, the previous year, but when they were when they went to the damn Super Bowl, was the fact that they were they were riddled with so many different injuries. Nick Bosa got injured. Uh, I'm sorry, Joey Bosa got injured, or is it Nick? Which one? Which which Bosa plays for 49ers? Uh, Joey. Joey. Yeah, Joey Bosa got injured. 
like, they had so many injuries on that defense. Um, hell, Jimmy G got injured at one point. You know, this is George Peter was out. Yeah, George Raheem Mostert. Right. I just feel like they're going to come back stronger this year, and I, with with everybody, you know, getting ready, you know, being healthy again. Because when that team was healthy, the year they went to the Super Bowl, I mean, there was a good chance they could have beat that Kansas City team that won the Super Bowl. You know, it was a damn good game. You know, and I love and I love the Seahawks. I think that they got the best one-two punch in the game with uh, uh, DK Metcalf. Um, you know, especially. Their defense is still good. They still have one of the best uh, linebackers in the game in Bobby Wagner. Um, they still got a good defensive line. The Rams, I feel like we're overlooking the Rams in a way from the standpoint that Matthew Stafford is with them and he actually has a good, solid defense to play with now. Um, the Cardinals, um, the Houston Cardinals, or I'm sorry, you know, I think that they'll be better in terms offensively, but I think it all depends on Kyler Murray. Um, Y'all hate the Cardinals. No, 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 I hate the Cardinals. He hates the Cardinals. I just like to fuck with Chip because all the – hell, there was – God, who was it? Okay, so – Go ahead. I'll I'll tell you why I I hate the Cardinals. Oh, God, this is funny. And it's it's because of Kyler Murray. Uh, When he came out of college – I had high hopes for him in um, yeah, like high I, hopes. I did. I did. I, hope, uh, no expectations. I picked him. <laughs> I, I picked, I picked them to win games that they should have won. Kyler Murray comes out and plays like fucking trash. Uh, when they got Deandre Hopkins, I was like, Oh, there's an upgrade. He's going to be able to get the ball out and everything. Nope. Play like fucking trash. If they had a different quarterback, I think they would be better. Kyler Murray is not the answer for that team. Uh, All right, I'm going to go ahead and jump in here with you. Uh, (laughs) I think Arizona wins this division. And I think it's because of Kyler Murray. I think he's going to have an MVP caliber season this year. Coming off of a shoulder injury, he's going to feel more comfortable. He's already got his, his... his little uh, wheelies out from from the end of the last season. Whenever he came back in for a couple games, what you what you doing? Talk about that man's little old wheelie. Yeah, exactly. little wheelie. <laughs> little wheelie. He, I, I think he's going to be great. I think he at the at the start of the season last year, before he got hurt, before he quit running the ball, he was in the race for MVP. He really was. It was. It was. It was Aaron Rodgers. It was him, and it was Russell. Russell Wilson. And, uh, and the MVP race was Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry yeah. was a, absolutely. Ky- Kyler Murray was nowhere near the the MVP question. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, if you look on sports book last year, Kyler Murray was in. He was either number four, or number five, in. Uh, in the in the running for the MVP on on Vegas odds, he might have been number five because Josh Allen could be the only other guy I could see up there. Josh Allen was up there too. I wouldn't even think he'd be in the uh, top Russell five. Russell Wilson dropped down because who? Josh Allen? No, 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 he no, 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 no. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray wouldn't even be in the top five. I was gonna say, yo, the disrespect. Yeah, no, 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 no. Look, look, hey, man. I get you. I get you. I know what you mean now. Okay. 
Go ahead. What I miss, I'm confused. No, he's saying no disrespect to Josh Allen is what he's trying to say. Oh, no. Josh Allen's a beast, but I think Arizona wins this. The only the only problem they have is a weak secondary. Oh, uh, They've got a good – Hold on, time out, time out. I mean, hold on, time out. Time out. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but Buda Baker is one of the you best do? safeties in the game right now. But That's he can't do it himself. <laughs> That's all they have is Buda Baker. He can't cover the entire field by himself. Because they got rid of uh, – Patrick Peterson? Uh, Pat, yeah. Patrick Peterson. Yeah. Where did he get? They got yeah. Malcolm Butler. Yeah, Malcolm Butler's there. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it's – it's it's that's the that's what I'm saying. Even with those players, that's their weak spot. That's it. And and quarterback. I think, I'm doing it. I, think <laughs> I think Kyler's gonna. I think Kyler's gonna show you up this year and and make you eat your words. He's you hoping for it. The you know dude, what? I 100 hope he does because uh, he hasn't the last couple of seasons, and I rooted for him. So, fuck that kid. <laughs> the vitriol. I know, I know we're not talking fantasy, but I'm 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 willing to bet money that Kyler Murray is the number one overall quarterback at the end of the season in fantasy football this year. I can't say that because of Josh Allen. I can't say that because of Pat Mahomes. I, I think he beats them all out. I think he's that tough. Okay, so I say San Francisco. Chad's going with Arizona. Wait, hold on. What I missed? Yeah. What did I miss? Really, Kyler Murray (laughs) over Patrick Mahomes over he's triggered over fucking Josh Allen over Over Tom Brady over Over Lamar Jackson Russell Wilson. Have you been drinking? Time out. Have you been drinking more than I have? I just down like a le- I just down like a liter of fucking rum, a bleach. Uh, no, I, I I literally during this I, I drank a liter of rum, okay. <laughs> and I'm still cognizant enough to know that Kyler Murray is not going to be any in any way, shape, or form better than any of those quarterbacks. Period. He was the number. He was the number four quarterback in fantasy last year. The only people that beat him were Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen. And Aaron Rodgers, and all of them less than thirty. He was within thirty points of every single one of them. Here's the thing: he's got to, pro- he's got to produce all that on the field. He can, and he will, he, he will. Okay. Both seasons in, both seasons in Arizona so far, twelve interceptions each season. Now he's got a total of seven thousand yards in two seasons. You know, mm-hmm. but he also has, he's been sacked 75 times, six, six fumbles. Like, no. And you know who else had 12 not... interceptions last season? Tom Brady. Are you re- wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on. Time out. Now, I got to stop you there. Are you really comparing Tyler Murray to Tom Brady? No. Okay. No. Listen, he was bringing up. Why the fuck is the Dolphins fan defending Tom Brady? Oh my god. He was. He was. He was bringing up interception stats. Tom Brady threw twelve interceptions last year. No, I I don't doubt that. How many touchdowns did Tom Brady throw last year, though? That was the only difference. But Kyler also had (laughs) rushing touchdowns, so it makes up for a little bit. 
Okay, let's, but I'm, I, I, I will do a gentleman's bet with you right now, Chip. Oh, God, here we go. Go ahead. Kyler Murray is a top three fantasy finishing quarterback next year, and he will he will beat out at least one of these guys. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. He will finish in the top three, and I will bet you a live stream chop to the chest that he does it. I'll give you he might beat out Lamar Jackson. I mean, okay. that's not hard to do. Yeah. That's not hard to do. Shit. Patrick Mahomes. Jackson, Lamar Jackson's rushing. Yeah, but he can't pass. But he can't pass. He ain't got nobody to throw the damn ball to. He's got plenty of people to throw the ball to. Hollywood, Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood sucks. Mark Andrews about, is the only person. Think about my, I'm, I am where you – I am still a Kyler Murray truther. I'm where you want to be, where you wish you were right now because of what he's done to you so far. I'm telling you, I think the dude's going to be good. I think he's the truth. I think he's going to take this team to a division win this year. Okay, so you know Roger what? goes I, Seattle. I really, oh, I'm sorry, Chip. Roger goes Seattle. I'm going San Francisco. Chad's going um, Arizona. Chip, who are you going with? Uh, in this division, let's see. I, I want to see one thing before I make my prediction here. Okay. Because this is what – just give me a second. He said, hold it, son. Hold on a minute, man. Right now. Do that research. I'm what? I said he's Googling Kyler Murray's selfies right now. <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> I am. There's, there's one of him and JJ and uh, – Hop together right now. It makes you sick, don't it, Ben? Oh Lord, Jesus. So, so, so you're you're who who do you got it narrowed down between here, Chip? Uh, honestly, I got it between the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Uh, okay. Let's talk. Let's talk it out. Why? Well, I, I mean, you got you got. A healthy Chris Carson coming back. Russell Wilson, if he plays like he did the first half of the year last year, it's going to be hard to beat. Well, see, that's why I yeah. feel like Russell Wilson kind of fell off the MVP race because he had such a starry second half. He, it was awful. It was awful. It's not his fault. Yeah. Oh, I know it's not his fault, but I'm just saying. I mean, literally had no help anywhere. No help anywhere on the well, field. Well, DK was still there. He's got DK. He's got Tyler Lockett. But he can't pass it him because he's getting rushed immediately. They they worked on their offensive line this year. Their offense is the best thing for them. Their defense is eh, it's hit and miss. This it, depends on depends on the week. Depends on their playing at home or playing away. It really. didn't used to be. Uh, and See, Arizona, Chip, Arizona. I mean, you, I, I, you, Arizona was Arizona was third in the division last year. Um, the Rams were. But behind, right, behind no. the Hunter Rams led by Jared Goff, who got traded away. Yeah, but it was I, tight. no, you're right. It was tight, um, and, and I think that the Cardinals upgraded their defense. Mm-hmm. But I, Kyler Murray is. They did, 
but Kyler Murray is still suspect to me. Uh, I got Drew Connor. They got J.J. Watt. Yeah, okay. J.J. is more there for, like, leadership and experience and stuff. I don't think they're relying on him because he is way older in his career than he used to be. No, that's not – I'm wondering what J.J. Watt we get. Because of the injury plague, do do we get three-time defensive player of the year, J.J. Watt, or do we get what we got for the last couple of seasons? Um, Which is still what a top ten defensive player on in his position. Oh, at least I—I I mean, I would almost I mean, say top five. Yeah, I mean, even on his down years, the dude's good. He's going to come in and he's going to be solid. I think the additions that they made this year are not the best. I think they added a lot of veteran players. They did. They're looking for some leadership in the locker room and a, with a young team. I mean, they got D Hop last year. They got JJ uh, Watt and AJ Green this year. They, they're trying to build up their, their receiving core right now because they have – I mean, who's who's next in line? Uh, Andy Isabella, you know, people like that. So, they're, they're trying to they're trying to make sure they have somebody they can throw the ball to when they need to. A.J. Green's old. He's not good A.J. Green anymore. But you can still throw him – you can still target him 120 times. He's going to catch 85. I don't know about 120 so, times. That's a little bit too much, though. I don't know about, I don't know about 85. He, dude, he had 104 targets last year from a bad Cincinnati team. Yeah, because that's all they fucking had, bro. That's all they had in Cincinnati. They had Tyler Boyd and they had T. Higgins and they had John Ross. Like I said, that was all that they had, bro. John John Ross ever on the field? Yes. Yes, he was. T. Higgins is really good. Uh, T. Higgins is their wide receiver number one now. Yes. Tyler Boyd. Um, well, until Joe Burrow starts throwing in the start, starts feeding him the ball, get that LSU connection again. Yeah, yeah, it'll end up being Jamar Chase, but right now their their best bet, their safest bet is T Higgins. Yes, uh, I, I'm gonna go with Arizona to come out of this, but not because of Kyler Murray, because of the defense. I, their their offense is gonna be good, but I think their defense is gonna be better this year. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think I think they're gonna they're gonna struggle in end division games. Uh, they'll probably they'll probably split the season in end division games because that's a tough division, dude. Well, yeah, a lot of people talk about the the uh, AFC North being the toughest division. Mm-hmm. It could possibly be the NFC West. Well, let me yeah. let me ask this question too. I mean, we because we you literally just said it. It's the toughest division. Are we kind of – I mean, I'm not. I still feel like – I feel like people are sleeping on San Francisco because, again, they were riddled with the injury bug last year and just the year before they were in the Super Bowl. Uh, and I feel like a lot – I feel like the – and I feel like a lot of people will say, well, they drafted uh, Trey Lance, you know, so Jimmy G's days are up. Um, you know, and, 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 there, there are, and there is questions at the quarterback position. I find it odd – now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, none of us really picked – LA to do anything coming out of the coming out of the West. Um is that because of the Matthew Stafford deal or is it the fact that because they do have a bomb ass uh, defense. They do have a really good solid defense. I think Matthew Stafford actually bumped them up and I still think they're fourth in the division. Okay. And see I, I'm just, just the opposite. I don't think Matthew Stafford bumped them at all. Uh I think golf is is 
the better quarterback of the two. If we're just putting the two side by side, uh, now Stafford's going to have more. He, have he has numbers. more, yeah, uh, than he has had in in years past because he has more weapons around him. Right, like but, has Jared uh, Goff ever played with somebody like Megatron? Stafford has. Cooper Cup, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he's got Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Are you I mean, really comparing really Cooper Cup to fucking Megatron? No. Uh, my no, solo no. cup be winning games. Oh my God, you're going to hell in every religion. <laughs> All right. Uh now now last season, I, I will say that um Matthew Stafford it was his highest rated season ever. He had he had a, a QB rating of one oh six, but he only threw for two thousand four hundred ninety nine yards in eight games. Okay, what's what's that a pace of though? I mean you, you I mean if he would have played all sixteen if he would have played all sixteen, it would have been a five thousand yard yeah, season. Yeah, which is which is more than what Jared Goff done. Did Jared Goff even I don't even think he broke four thousand last year, did he? I think he was like thirty six, thirty eight. Uh but see I'd have to But here's the thing, Jared Goff had the benefit of playing with a with a solid defense and he had the ability and he had the benefit of playing with uh, Todd Gurley when Todd Gurley was still at his peak. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think Jared Goff had yeah, and it, and that's true, but I think Jared Goff only had like the, I think it's thirty nine five two is the stat I'm looking at right now. Yeah, that's how much he has. Right. Well well I mean I expl- I mean I I kind of broke it down a little bit. I was explaining to the guys that the trade between Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff is probably the best thing that could have happened to both of them from this perspective. Last Last year, uh, golf had four thousand six hundred thirty-eight yards. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But what? But what I was what I was going to say was the best thing that could have happened to both of them was they got traded. For example, Matthew Stafford. We don't know how much longer he's got left to play. So if there was a chance of him playing to win a championship, the best chance he has is to get one now, especially with LA with that defense. Now they do have questions at running back. They do got questions at wide receiver, other than Cooper Cup. Roger. Um, but yeah, there's definitely there's definitely, you know, he has a better chance making the playoffs with the with the Rams than he does with the Lions. And on the flip side of that, I think Jared Goff being in Detroit is actually better for Jared Goff because it's a young team and they can they can um uh, Matt Patricia is still the head coach of the uh, Lions, correct? Yes. Okay. No, so yeah. Patricia Wait, can come up. No. Hang on, hang on a minute. Is he not? No. It's- it's Dan Arnold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Arnold picked up. Okay, but anyway, but but uh, you know what? Then that works too because then they can come up with a game plan and they can build an entire offense around Jared Goff. And it might take a little while for them to get into the groove of things. It might take them a while. They, they're going to have some growing pains as a team, but with that team coming together and growing with each other, that could create continuity. That can create a level of trust within the team. And then – Maybe in two, maybe in like three to four years, the team could be better, and they go and become just you know a powerhouse. And they've got that time to do that with Dan Arnold coming in as the coach because I think they signed him to a five or six year deal as a head coach. Right, and Jared Goff right. is still a young player. I don't even think he's in his thirties yet. 
how long do you think he's 20? Jared, no. Jared Goff is, Jared he's, Goff's going to be 27. Yeah, so he's, he's still a young quarterback, you know. So he had and time. Stafford bro. just turned 33. Yeah. Yeah, Stafford's 33. I mean, let, Also, 30, Stafford's more injury prone. Yeah, but early 30s, I mean. Yeah, but at least Stafford's on a team where he can rely on the defense to, you know, not – which you don't want to keep your defense on the field too long because then, it, you know, it, it – but at least that defense was more prone to getting interceptions and causing turnovers than the Detroit team one. Because let's face it, yeah. the Detroit Lions have not had a good track record of good defenses. No, nope. they haven't uh, had a good defense since since Indomitian Sue and Nick Fairley were there. Yep. So who did everybody pick in this one? I went with Arizona. I went Seattle. I went San Francisco. And I went Arizona. Okay, God, that's just all the way across the board, ain't it? <laughs> I, le- I legit thought if Chip picked LA, I was like, oh wow, this is the first time that we. It's interesting now because we got four people. Like I'm thinking, oh well, we can all pick a different player, a different team in the division, or whatever. That would be an interesting oh, con- concept. It'd be, it'd be, you know, good talking points at least. Yeah. So, um, so last question for the night before we get off here, uh, who's in the Super Bowl this year? Chad, you go first, buddy. You, don't need to go first? <laughs> you, you okay. put the pressure on. Put the pressure on. Yeah, let our guest of honor go first. I think honor. dishonor. <laughs> dishonor on you. Dishonor on your family. Dishonor on your cows. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> God, y'all put me on the spot here. This is tough. Uh, Good. I think. It's the Aaron Rodgers-led Packers versus Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs, with their upgraded offensive line, takes it down. Roger? I think you're about to see a run of of Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl wins, kind of like we did the Patriots, as long as they can uh, have the money to keep this team together, which I, I suspect they will because salary cap's getting ready to go up next year again already. So. But, that's all, but you're also – Leaning toward the idea that Aaron Rodgers will come back to Green Bay, uh, yeah, which he won't. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers will come back. I, I don't, I don't think he wants to retire. If he wanted to, he had already done it. They've uh, already. He wants to go play in Denver. He wants to go play somewhere other than Green Bay. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, they're not going to trade. Front front office said they're not getting rid of him. He's going to have to retire before they trade him. It's not going to happen. Well, hell, that's what Brett Favre did. He's going to do to Brett Favre. Yeah, he's doing Brett Favre. He's going to retire and play for another team. They still have to trade him. He'll still be under contract if he comes back in the NFL. It's the same thing that happened with Gronkowski because Gronkowski retired and then the Patriots traded him to the Bucks, even though he was in retirement. So I think Aaron Rodgers plays. I think they lose a really close, really high-scoring game with the Chiefs. Probably, I mean, it'd probably be one of the higher scoring ones. It'll probably be a, a 38 to 35 ish game somewhere around in there. Oh, wow. Roger, what about you, Bubba? Who you got uh, going and winning? Uh, Kansas City versus. Actually, you know what? No, I'm flipping it. 
I'm saying the Bills versus Tampa. That's mine as well. I also had the Bills in Tampa. Who do you have winning? Bills. I see. I I want to say Bills, but something's telling me it's going to be Tampa again. That defense. Yeah, that offense. I like. I yeah, still like the Bills, Bills offense. Bills offense is good too. You know what? You convince me. Y'all, I'm gonna y'all. go. I'm gonna go Bills. I think it's gonna go Bills and Bucks, and then the Bills are gonna win it. Y'all both think that that, that defense in, in Buffalo is just enough to get them there? Oh, yeah. Yes. Because when you have the – and we do, we just seen it in this past Super Bowl. When you pressure Patrick Mahomes, he turns into the guy who doesn't know how to play Madden. He's running all over the backfield looking for an open receiver. What was it, 04 Mike Vick on Madden? No, because at least on <laughs> yeah. at least 04 Mike Vick, you can run straight and no one can catch you. Yeah, which is stupid. <laughs> so stupid. It was the most overpowered fucking – it's like the Broncos on the Sega Genesis games. You know what I mean? Just like no one could fucking stop them or whatever. Yeah, or, or, or Bo in Tecmo Bowl. Right. Chip? Uh, and so, I honestly, I think that it, this is going to be a repeat of last year's Super Bowl, Chiefs-Bucks, mm-hmm. Chiefs uh, but I think the Chiefs win it this year. Okay. So we have two for the Bills, two for the Chiefs. So it's going to be an AFC champion this year. No NFC yeah. Well, I mean, the AFC is no, a better I conference mean, anyway. I, I think the Bucks could do it, but I think the Bucks could repeat if they're in the Super Bowl with any team other than the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs have the, the best team on the field to beat the Bucks. Uh, you on, trust the Bills on paper. I, I'm just saying on paper. Uh, yeah. Do you remember what the Do you remember what the Chiefs did to the Bills last year? Yeah, but I think the Bills are going to have that resurgence because of that. I mean, remember they pretty much wiped most teams out last season. Yeah, they're going to want it. They're going to want it, but Patrick Mahomes wants it too. What is everybody's surprise team? You want to do so one for each? The AFC and NFC? Yeah. Just make the playoff, yeah. Surprise team to make the playoffs? Not the for Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, like a playoff. wild card playoff team? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Raiders. And then my other, on the other side for me, it's going to be uh, the Lions. Uh, for me, I say... And fuck it, I'm going to be a homer. I don't care. I know the Bills are winning the AFC East, but I, I still think Miami's going to make is going to be. Which if Miami makes the wild card, it's, it's not, not a really a surprise team. team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not a surprise team for me, right? Um, I mean, actually, yeah, with Tua now, yeah, it's a little bit of a surprise, for me. right? I think they wouldn't be a surprise team. Yeah, I think Miami would Tua, be a yeah. surprise team. Yeah, I so I'm going to say Miami, and then for the NFC, uh. You know what? I never thought I'd feel this way. Uh, <laughs> I almost said the Cowboys are going to be a surprise team. Gross. I know. Well, they win their, well, they win their division. They, they don't right? win their division, no. no. I, I think no, the Giants no, are going to no, pull off and win their division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot you and I agreed on the Giants. Yeah. Okay, so surprise team in the AFC is Houston. Uh <laughs> this man go for it all. I am. Um, 
I, I, I like the pieces that they put on the field. I'm still not 100% sold on David Coley, but uh, I think if the team rallies behind him and that, that, that they, they could get a wild card slot. Are you, hey, are you dizzy, Bubba? That's a whole lot of spinning nope. you just did. <laughs> not at all. So you're saying the Texans without Deshaun Watson is making the playoffs? Without Deshaun Watson, without DeAndre Hopkins, without Will Fuller, without uh, Laramie Tunsil. What do you mean without Laramie Tunsil? Is, got Laramie is, Tunsil isn't still. he? Isn't he? Isn't isn't he like still recovering from like an injury or something? No. Who? I thought he was. I thought he was yeah, I thought he was too. Not this season. Okay. Oh. Who's your Who's your NFC team? That one, Washington. That's, I mean, that's fair. I picked them to win the division, but yeah, I mean, if you don't have them there, then that's that's really fair. Yeah. So, so my thing is, real Chad, quick, did you? Like did, did, what did you about. pick, Chad? Oh yeah. Nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna let Roger finish. And no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pick yours. I want to see what you say first before I say my thing. <sighs> Well, first off, I want to start off saying, Chip, I'm sorry. The Houston Texans are not making the playoffs. They're going to have the number one overall draft pick next year because they're going to be worse than Jacksonville. Oof, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so, but. I think they will be. I think without Deshaun Watson, they're going to be hurting. Uh, I'm going to dig deep here. You guys, for me, kind of played a little safe besides the Texas Texans pick. I'm going to dig deep here. AFC? The team that I want to go with is the Chargers, but I think everybody sees them as a as above five hundred team, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick. He's either I'm, going Jets or Bengals. Oh, so he's going Jets. I'm going with the Denver Broncos. Oh, stop! Stop lying. You still have Drew <laughs> We don't have Aaron Rodgers. I'm going with without Aaron Rodgers. I'm going with the Denver Broncos. I think they've got some solid pieces there. I think they've got a good offense. They need help at the quarterback position, sure, but they made it to the playoffs before with Tim Tebow, and they've got a hell of a lot better now. So they wait, 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 wait. Yes, I said. Wait, 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 wait. Roger said, "I better leave." No, wait. Roger said it's past my bedtime. No, hold on. No, 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 no. Hang on a minute. Chad's definitely drinking or something. I will I will say this. I will say this. The whole thing about Tim Tebow. The Denver Broncos had the number one rushing attack and the number one defense at the same damn time when Tim Tebow was the quarterback. Okay. So that no Sean Marino. Exactly. Bro. Like you had no Sean Marino. Um was C.J. Anderson still in Denver when you guys were on the high street? C.J. Anderson. Yeah, C.J. Anderson was there. That defense was 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 better. Not to mention we had better receivers. Yeah, they had way better. Yeah, way better receivers. You know. Speaking of which, Demary Summers retired as a Bronco. What up? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I st- I still think I don't think the answer is Drew Lock. Oh, I know I the answer is not Drew Lock. <laughs> I think Drew Locke loses his job to Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, uh, like I said, if we ain't got Aaron Rodgers, Bridgewater comes in with with 
with Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. They still got Tim Patrick. They got KJ Hamler. They've got a good wide receiver core. If you they've got Melvin Gordon. He's getting old, but who gives a shit? The dude can still run decent. He still catches the ball all right. Noah Fant's going to be a good tight end again this year. Yes. Look, I think I think Denver could sneak into the into the playoffs. If you no. time out, if you can guarantee me the Teddy Bridgewater that played in New Orleans when Drew Bridge was hurt and he and he went on that in that run, if you can guarantee me that Teddy Bridgewater, then you got something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If- yeah, and I think, I think he can still show flashes. I don't think he can do that all the time, but I still think he can show flashes. And he was solid last year. He wasn't the best by any means, but he didn't lose the team ball games. So our our first three games for Denver are mm-hmm. Giants, Jacksonville, Jets. I can see us winning those three. Mm-hmm. Then we for game four, five, six, seven, I see us losing. Baltimore, right. Pittsburgh, Vegas, Cleveland. Uh eight Who was the first one? Week uh, four? Baltimore. Okay, I could see I could see y'all beating. Uh, you said Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Damn, they play the whole AFC uh, North. Yeah, yeah it's Baltimore, Pittsburgh, then Vegas, then Cleveland. They'll beat Vegas. I think no, they can numbers. I don't. Vegas. I don't believe so. I love that team so much, but I don't think they're beating Vegas. Then, I then we play Washington, which we can win. We're gonna lose to the Cowboys. Then week uh, ten for us is Philadelphia. That's a toss up. Week twelve, ain't no Chargers, damn toss we'll up. Lose that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. This team, I'm Drew Locke's star quarterback. So okay, it might be. Tough. But uh, what week twelve? Because week eleven is by week. Week twelve, we have the Chargers, which we'll lose. Week thirteen, Kansas City at Kansas City, we'll lose. Detroit is a toss up. Cincinnati will win. Then we have uh, the Vegas Raiders at Vegas. We'll lose that one. Then we got the Chargers again. We'll lose that one. Then we have Kansas City. We'll lose that one. I'm telling you, I think you're. I think you're way too down on your own team right now. I think they're going to win a multitude of those games that you just said they're going to lose. I one, don't two, think they're going to get swept in their own division. I don't think they're going to get beat by Detroit. I don't think they're going to get beat by Dallas. I think that team's a little tougher than what people think they are. So. My sneaky pick for a wild card in the AFC is the Denver Broncos. Okay. All right. My Who you got team. in the NFC? That's where it gets tough. <laughs> because the NFC right now, there is one good division and two other teams that are decent. <laughs> and the rest of them are yeah. The NFC's best division is the South. Um, I'm not – to... <laughs> No, I can say that. No, no, I, I don't agree with that. I think they're. I think the NFC's best division is the West. No. Uh, he he was being facetious. Oh, oh, no! I figured. Oh, <laughs> hell! If you were going sarcastic, I figured you say the NFC East. That would be really yeah. sarcastic. Yeah. The, you mean the uh, one with his team actually in it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think the sneak team from NFC is going to come out of the North. I think it's going to be the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, so my thing is, so I waited for everybody. My thing is, nobody said Carolina with CMC coming back. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be. It Sam Darnold. What do you mean? It's Sam Darnold. But, yeah, it but is, I mean, yeah. like, is he going to? All he has to do is hand the ball to Booby Miles. You want to win? Let Booby spin. 
But are they relying uh, too much on CMC to fucking, you know, win games for them? They have for four years. And Sam where did they got not a terrible quarterback, though. Uh, Sam Darnold is a problem. It's not the quarterback. Sam yeah, Darnold Sam, is fine. Yeah. It's that fucking defense is atrocious, dude. Yeah, I mean, he plays for the Jets, man. You know how bad they are. That's true. <laughs> like, well, wait, he, what is, where's PJ Walker in all this? Is he still with the team? Who? No. Did he get released? Yeah, he got released. Hold on, let me look. Maybe? But Steph Darnold's still going to be the starter. Mm. Also, uh, there is 35 seconds left in the Suns-Clippers game, and the Suns are winning 130-102. to 102. Good. 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 So we're going to see time. CP3 to the going to the championship. About time. Uh, I hope PJ it's against... On the roster, currently, is he? I think. Uh, I thought he got released. I thought I saw somewhere where he get was released. No, he's he's yeah, he's still listed as uh, being on the roster as of yeah. today. I, I don't know if he'll make the roster for this year, but well, who else on that? Well, who else? Okay, besides Sam Darnold and PJ Walker, who else is on that? Who else is in that quarterback room? That's Will, it, dude. They Will the, Will Greer? Yeah, hmm? but. <laughs> <laughs> the quarterback out of West Virginia, uh, everybody had high hopes for him. Then he had a shit day at the combine. And then he got dropped to like the third round or some bullshit. They yeah. they uh, they threw the bag at Sam Darnold and and I think was it a garbage bag? Gonna, yeah, garbage <laughs> bag, absolutely. But I think it's funny that he's reunited with Robbie Anderson, though. That that garbage bag was full of fucking money, is the thing. It was full of draft picks and money. Draft picks and money. Yeah, I mean, he's got good weapons around him on the offensive side. He's got Robbie Anderson. He's got DJ Moore. He's got CMC. I was like, CMC is the best weapon to have right now. Yeah, I mean, he's got people to throw the ball to. But are they good? Okay, um, but are they good enough to beat Tampa twice? Are they good enough to be Atlanta twice or uh, New or no, uh, New Orleans? They're definitely beating Atlanta. They're beating no, Atlanta because of, their, because of their defense. They're beating Atlanta, dude. I think they they'll. Gotta, I think they'll. They'll have two in division wins this year, and I think it'll be Atlanta and New Orleans. They finished third in the South, so they beat Atlanta regardless. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and that was without CMC, dude. They got a running back on their team called Chubba Hubbard. I saw that yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't today's know if episode of, good, but I love his name. <laughs> on today's episode of wrestler, porn star, football player, rocks, or or rapper, what name is this? <laughs> I still want to make that episode. Thank, I still want to I make that episode. episode. All right, well, let me ask another question oh, real yeah. quick before we get out of here tonight. Who's your MVP of the year? Way too early MVP. Ooh, I don't like this question. Yes, Next. you do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw mine out there. I'm gonna throw mine out there. I think Josh Allen's gonna become MVP this year. I think he's gonna prove his merit. I feel like I feel like this is the year. And people don't really because he's not Pat Mahomes, he's not Aaron Rodgers, he you know, he's not flashy, but you know what? The motherfucker gets the job done. He is flashy though. He is flashy though. Yeah. Is he is he as about it last year though? Is he as marketable as a fucking Pat Mahomes or a or a He's in a bigger market. He's in a New York team. But it's Buffalo. It ain't like New York, New York. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there is no New York, New York. They are literally the only New York team. Oh, yeah, because the other teams play in Jersey. 
exactly. You're going to call yourself the New York <laughs> Knicks and you, or the New York uh, Jets or the or whoever, and then you play in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Because nobody wants yeah. to be called the New Jersey anything. <laughs> right? I think Joe Brown's a good guess. I think the favorite has to go to Pat Mahomes, but I want to be a little more risky than that. Nah, y'all are messing up. I'll let y'all pick, and I'll tell you mine. Oh, yeah. I already know who who you're picking. Who? That running back from Tennessee. No, nope. really? Okay, that was a okay. That's yep. a surprise. He's my number two, but not my number one. Okay, I think it's going to be a quarterback as it normally always is. Which is uh, stupid because Derrick Henry definitely proved that he was the most valuable player for his team. He was good. Chip, what do you got on this one? I'm I'm kind of curious. I I'm he's going Kyler Murray. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show for the evening. <laughs> fuck all these guys. Can you fuck me? I didn't say shit. You laughed the hardest. I laughed. Uh, no, I, I'm. I'm. I'm going to go where it should have went last year with Derrick Henry. Okay, I hmm. think. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder, and he ran for two thousand yards last year. Or yeah, last year. He's he's gonna get twenty five hundred or more this season. Oh, so he's gonna break the. No, he's gonna break Eric Ryan Dixon's Tannehill record. Still, because it, no, remember Ryan Tannehill is like, oh, you about to break these, you about to make this record? Nah, let me run the ball instead and steal these well, thousand yards from you. Is the record actually gonna be broken since there's an extra game now? It, it, it might be. be. What now. is it? Twenty one hundred and five yards. That was like back in like nineteen eighty something by Eric Dickerson. Does that count though? Is there yeah. an asterisk? Does this start a new stat? No, it just it's a season. I mean, hell, I mean, the perfect season from Miami yeah. in nineteen seventy two. That was only a fourteen game season. Yeah. You know, uh, so we've got Josh Allen and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. I'm going to go a little bit deeper, not too deep, but a little bit deeper. I think he gets back to his form, and I think he shows his ass and wins the toughest division in football. I think Lamar Jackson's going to come back and grab it this year. Gross. Mm. He can't pass. He's got the weapons. I think he's got a couple more weapons now, and he's going to be able to put some put some use to him, and that defense got better. So He can't pass. Lamar Jackson is Tim Tebow if he could throw, and he really can't throw. <laughs> I mean, he definitely throws better than Tim Tebow. Definitely throws better than Tim Tebow, yeah. The only thing Tim Tebow was good at throwing was the game. There you go. (laughs) So, Roger, what's your big uh, secretive mission here with him? Like, I legit thought he was going with uh, Derrick Henry. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, he was wrong. Go ahead. Who you got? The pastry chef, Baker Mayfield. Whoa! Was not expecting this. Okay, give give me your logic. I can uh, see it. His la- last season, he improved, and he didn't have uh, Odell Beckham. If Odell Beckham is good, he's still going to be the two, uh, number two guy because he loves Jarvis Landry. But just think of how many more yards he's going to be able to get with Odell Beckham Jr. on the field healthy. Yeah. That's fair. And you're going to have a healthy Nick Chubb behind him and Kareem Hunt. Exactly. So, I mean, he, he, he has the best – within the next – Year or two, I believe it's going to be his best two seasons once everybody starts leaving. So this is this has to be his year. He shows up and becomes MVP, pretty much. But if he okay, but hang on a second now. If now if what you're saying is true, 
does that sway your decision? Like, do you still feel like the is it going to come down to, to Denver and Buffalo in the ASC championship game for you? And then Buffalo figures out a way to win. You mean Browns and Buffalo? That's what. What did I say? You said Denver. Oh, I, I apologize. But Browns and <laughs> now they wear the same damn color jersey. It's both orange. Um, <laughs> oh, one's a shitty year orange, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So, so if it came down to uh, the Browns and the Bills, you're still going to lean towards the Bills, even though Baker Mayfield would be the MVP. Yeah. Okay. MVP. I mean, hey, did Aaron Rodgers go to the Super Bowl? Well, that's true. He got beat by the Super Bowl champs. Exactly. Okay. I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to follow the logic. No, no. I mean, like, the thing is, like, I, I still say Buffalo's defense is going to carry them in the playoffs more. Than, I mean, we've talked about this. We that are who you got. Defense in the in playoffs is the main thing that wins you everything. Right. And the Bills' defense, I think it's going to be even stronger. They're going to be better. They're going to be like, you know, you know what? We were we was one away. Or they were two away. Uh, yeah, I think it was two. No, yeah. they were one away. I think it was two. No, they, they were one away. They were one away. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they're going to be mad about that. Josh Allen's going to come in extra hot. But I still think offensively, Baker Mayfield's going to have the best season. And the game just went well, final. Phoenix Suns, 130. Los Angeles Clippers, 103. Yep. So CP3 and Devin Booker, hopefully against Trey Young. And we'll follow uh, did the Bucks win to uh they're 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 up it's two two. It's two two. Okay. Yeah. But Giannis just hyper extended his uh knee. He's not he didn't break anything or pull anything that they saw, so it's not like a massive injury, but he'll be out for a game yeah, or two. Yeah, but Milwaukee still yeah, has Chris uh, Middleton and he's been he's been stepping his game up a lot. Chris Middleton has actually been playing worse in the playoffs than he has the regular season. Nah, he's been playing he's been he's been playing Good enough to sustain, you know. I think he's been playing good. Help, to be honest. But uh, but back to this. I, I, like I said, I think Baker Mayfield's going to go out and show out. He's going to have that swagger that he had when he first came in. Um, his team is definitely, hopefully, if, as long as they stay healthy. That's the thing. Um, if Odell Beckham can play more than four games a season, um, I think they'll they'll be able to do it uh, for him for MVP. Uh, but me, you know, mostly I always want to go with uh, defensive players, but you know they never win anything, anyways. Who would you? Who would your defensive player of the year be? My defensive player, TJ Watt. TJ Watt, yeah. I know Chip's gonna say TJ Watt, right? <laughs> I mean, who was the better defensive player, though? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it, it, as as long as TJ produces like he did last year, there should be no reason that he doesn't win. Uh, Defensive player of the year. Right. What about you, Chad? Mine's going to be homeboy from uh, Green Bay. Uh, Roger Evans. Alexander, isn't it? Yeah. Alexander. You see, you see, see, I could have I uh, went homer and I would have said X, but the same reason why I couldn't go with X last year is the same reason why I can't go with X this year. I mean, even though you did lead the league in interceptions, you know, a defensive lineman or a linebacker more than likely will have more of an impact on the game. Um so I would definitely lean more toward the defensive lineman than I would the uh, and and I think and I think X is amazing, um, but I definitely feel like the, the defensive lineman would have more of an impact because they can disrupt the quarterback more than a uh, than a corner or or a uh, safety could I think. 
I've got I got one more question. Okay, go ahead. Rookie of the year. <laughs> Extremely too early for this. That's one. really really too early. Uh, it, it it's gonna sound like a cop out because it's easy, but I think it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence. I almost have to agree with that. I was thinking Najee Harris. I was going to say Najee Harris. That's who I think is going to – I think Najee Harris is going to be your rookie of the year. I think you got to watch out for one or two other people, though, when you're coming talking about the quarterbacks. I think Justin Fields plays. He could do it. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is even going to make the roster. I think they're going to cut him or trade him. I think Trey Lance is going to end up taking over in uh, San Francisco. I think Trey Lance starts day one. Oof. Where would you where would that's a hot where would you where would you send Jimmy G though? I don't think they send him anywhere. I think they cut him. If they cut him, hey, if if Jimmy G gets cut, Denver has an upgrade over Drew Locke. Unless you're still wanting to hold out hope for Aaron Rodgers. They've been they've been talking about sending him back to uh, Belichick anyway, so Yeah. Mm. Because Belichick didn't want to get rid of him anyway. Yep. That was a Robert Kraft's decision. That dude's seen how it's fucked, There's a hot take. What if they traded uh, Mac Jones for Jimmy G? I don't think they would. Yeah, that would be. I don't think they would take it because of the, the, the capital and the draft picks, the first round draft picks that they gave up to move up to that number three spot to get Trey Lance. Because they gave up, what, two first-round, future first-round Two first, a second, and like I think a fourth and a fifth or something. To yeah, get they up there. Yeah, it was a lot, yeah. yeah. They took rounds, yeah, so. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm surprised you guys are saying that. You know, so, hey, so, Chip, Chip, what did you go with? So, I, yeah, go. I said Trevor Lawrence. Like, it's, it's the safe pick, but he's a guaranteed day one starter, and mm-hmm. – I just think he's going to, you know, he's going to show out. Uh, he's going to be out there the whole time. Yeah, they're. I mean, that's just it. They're, he, they're going to be out. He's going to be out there the whole time, and uh, you know, we don't know where Justin Fields, Trey Lance, you know, where they're going to uh, even be out there or not. Right. Uh, I'm going to say this. We got like what? If Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, we don't know. if I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chip. I'm sorry. I was just said we don't know if Mac Jones is going to play. Uh, or. What? Who was it that went to. Uh, uh, you the, got what? Zach Wilson. Yeah. Uh, he, he went to the Jets. Jets. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know that that's. I don't know that that's going to be good enough to make him. Uh, Rookie of the year. I mean, I think he's yeah. going to ball out there. Don't get me wrong. Oh, um, yeah. Nobody said Jamar Chase. With a healthy Joe, Bur- uh, Joe Burrow coming back. Jamar Chase how, be a contender too. How healthy is Joe Burrow? That's the thing. Like, is- They've already said that he is going to be ready for week one. But uh, is that him? But is that him rushing back? That, that that's my question. Is he no, is he legit one hundred percent healthy, or is that 
him rushing back because he really wants to play football. Like here's, I, what's, here's what's happening with that, and and I looked into this a little bit the other day because I was curious about that myself. The same exact question is, I don't think he's rushing back. I think his timeline is set that he's ready to go week one, but that doesn't mean that he's ready to go for OTAs and mini camp and, and preseason and everything else. So right. I think it's going to be a slow start for Joe, Bur- uh, Joe Burrow. But I think once they get midseason, he's going to be in full stride. He's going to have his ace ace of spades up his pocket or up his sleeve right there, and he's going to be ready to go. I was thinking about something else too. It, it didn't bob. It didn't hit me until just now. Do you guys realize that going back, going back originally to our uh, our MVP picks, every player that we picked is from an AFC team. Y'all realize that? Yeah, they're yeah. stout, man. Like they're stronger. The overall are the stronger. So, side. so that so that made me so that made me think about something. If you took the top, if you took like one through fifteen, uh, the I'm sorry, one through sixteen, the teams. From worst, from best to worst, in each division, and you match them up together. Who wins the majority of those games? The AFC. The AFC. Yeah. So what? We'll, we'll, on like a, on like a like like I mean because you got sixteen games. So what would the what would the what would the ratio be? Would it be like eleven to five, twelve to four? I think it'd be a lot closer than that. I, I really, I really think it'd be a lot closer than that. I think it would be more of a I think nine, nine to seven, ten to six, ten, maybe ten, ten seven. It's a seventeen game. Oh, it's sixteen games. What you want to do? Or sixteen, so there's sixteen, or sixteen, yeah, there's sixteen teams. teams, which means I mean, there's thirty-two teams, which means yeah. 16, yeah. Nine, nine seven, nine seven. Yeah, that's that's about where I'm thinking. Nine seven, ten six, somewhere around in there. See, I'd say eleven five. And that's very well. I mean, that's very well doable. It just depends on the matchups. That's what I'm saying. Like the like the even if you just go by matter of fact, so worst, worst, best, yeah, you want to go one one two two three three. Like if you like just that. go by like the division, you know, rankings or whatever, you know, NFL standings. Yeah, it, it would be it would be different. It would be fun. But uh, so my pick for uh, rookie of the year is going to actually be uh, I'm gonna say it'll be Michael Parsons. That's a good that is pick. a good pick because the Cowboys' weakest area is their middle on defense, and him being right there is going to help out so much. I I mean I don't think their defense is going to go so exponentially, but I think he himself is going to show out because of how bad that area is for them. Right. And considering that Sean Lee just retired, I mean, he's going to have to fill in the void. The void. The void. So, yeah. yeah. I'm so happy uh, that the Suns are going. Yeah, me too. Guys, I've, I've, I've literally had so much fun tonight. I appreciate y'all letting me on here. Hey, man, we appreciate you coming on board and wanting to talk, you know, sports with us, man. Love it. One of my favorite things in the world to talk about. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, well, let's go ahead and wrap it up uh, for the evening. Yeah. Uh, uh, before we do that, anything you want to uh, let people know about, Chad? Anything you want to, like, promote or anything like that? Uh, no, not really. Okay, Chip. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Go ahead, Brad. I, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> Chad, <laughs> Chad do, you, do you want to tell the people where they can follow you? Uh, do you want people to follow you on social media? Do you want a presence? Uh, <laughs> no. I fucking no. hate people. Don't follow me. Don't look me up on Twitter or Instagram or anything. Fuck all of You know what that means they're going to do it. Yeah. Just because you told them not to. I don't, I don't want them to. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing Big E does on the New Day podcast. He actually tells people to block him and unfollow him on social media because he wants to drop yeah, like, That's like Bishop Bagante uh, on uh, uh, KOTD. Who? Bishop Bagante. <laughs> Tear that fucking mirror down, bitch. Never mind. I know who you. I know who you. He, he would. He would. He. He would be like uh, after Goalie TK. You were saying he's like Bishop Bagante. Unfollow me on all on all social media if you a bitch or something like that. But he 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 say some dumb shit. See, I'm I'm the I'm the surfer. I, I I look at social media, but I don't post a whole lot, so I don't have a whole lot going on there. So that, that works. works. That works. I don't either. Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh. Well, as always, uh, don't forget our new podcast subscription uh, link in the description below. And as always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things movement radio. Uh, anything, Roger, you want to say before we get out here tonight? Um, rest in peace to one of the, the legends that we unfortunately lost today. Uh, the great referee, Mac McMurray, passed yes. away or was found passed away. Um, I mean, just being able to hear his stories of the good old days, just telling stories about Andre and how cool it was and then how wrestling was back then, you know, the, the Hogan matches, everything like that, too. Uh, I mean, he loved the business more than anything else, I know, for sure. Uh, it was great to listen to him, and we, unfortunately, just didn't get enough time with him. Right. Yep. Yeah, so rest in peace, man. God bless you, and, uh, you know, Hopefully we'll see you again on the other side. Uh, that being said, a couple of quick shout outs. Shout out to Sean Thompson and Thompson Personal Training. $40 a session. You can't beat it. Boxing, cardio, strength and conditioning, even yoga. Go check them out on Thompson Personal Training over on Facebook. Shout out to Jerry and Jennifer over at the Chronic Conversation Podcast. Go check that, check out their content. Check out uh, also Andrew and Sean over at the Warrior Workout Network. They got good stuff. Twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon. Um, Thank you guys once again for tuning into this episode. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys, and we cannot say thank you enough. Thank you, Chad, for being here tonight. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys next time on another episode of Something About Sports. Chip, let's hit him with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. And once again, movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. (laughs) God's plan. (laughs) Lizard man.